Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. It is the Kid XAB. Yo, that shit is mad loud. I'm not. <laughs> that, shit, that shit is mad loud. Like, you're right beside me. Like, God damn. Oh, you can hear me in your headphones? Yeah. Oh, that's lit. That's lit. Uh, okay. You going to tell the niggas who you are? Or you just gonna... My name is Distinguished. <laughs> you want me to turn your headphones down a little uh, bit? Yeah, yeah, yes. Let me see. What is he? Were you YouTube? How about now? You good? No. <laughs> How about now? Check, check. Check, check. Okay. You... Okay. That's it? That's... You good? Stop playing with your fingers. You want me to put you higher? Whoa, no. <laughs> you could put me lower on the bottom. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah. So, first of all, again, we have to apologize to the audience. This ain't my fault, because these niggas were supposed to record last week. I don't know what the fuck happened. We know, um, but I'm not going to do that to my guy. We know. We know why. Hence why it's just two of us. No, that wasn't that wasn't the reason, my nigga. Okay. That wasn't the reason. Y'all niggas, I don't know what y'all... I don't know what happened. But uh, these niggas were supposed to record last week. Facts. I was away. I was in Costa Rica, okay. and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But uh, we apologize. I had a couple people hit me up and be like, yo, y'all really fucked up my week because I started off with some good, that had some bow ties, fun. Um, but we about to fuck your week up a little bit more because we have some announcements for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yo! <laughs> announcements. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> announcements. So... We are going on break from December 20th to, this is where niggas going to get fucked up, to February 7th, okay? He making it seem like he consulted. Like, <laughs> nigga, I just saw the agenda like, oh, that's what it is? Nigga, that's when we're going back to work. <laughs> we are on quarantine and we are practicing social podcasting, okay? We're practicing social podcasting. So once again... <laughs> We are going on break from December 20th Some good water. to February 7th, but we are not going to leave y'all in the dark. We will be starting up our Patreon within that time, and so y'all will get bonus episodes starting from whenever we start during that time. We'll let y'all know before we go on break the exact date um, moving forward. How so, much, uh, how, 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 how much you got again? Because that's not... Uh... That's not the free shit we give them. That, that's not the free. We will continue with the free shit. 
So but, for those of y'all who got a little worried and think we just moving to Patreon, no, 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 no. Y'all still getting the free shit every week, every Monday we're going to record, every Tuesday you're going to get a new episode. Bring the butt, come on, bring the butt. But <laughs> we are also doing the Patreon. Now with the Patreon, what you will get is at least two bonus episodes oh, wow. a month, okay? Um, And you're going to get merch. So once you buy into the Patreon, whether you get... Uh, there are different tiers. We haven't decided yet, but there's definitely a $5 tier. I think a $3 tier, and we'll figure out the rest of it. But whichever tier you get will allow you to get different things. So if you get the uh, $5 or up, you're going to get um, merch. You're going to get two free merchandise items a year. Oh, um, shit, yeah. Yeah. You're going to get access to our shows early, so you'll get the... Uh, the uh, early access to whenever we are going to release. So if we're going to do a live show, you're going to get notified early. Um, and you're going to, we're going to start up a chat. We're going to start up a chat where our fans will have direct access to us on any topic. Either they want to bring up or we bring up for the week. That sound that, fair. That's going to, that's going to be fucking <laughs> crazy. We all know that's going to be wild. Hey, so I encourage y'all to get the Patreon. It's not going to kill y'all. It's going to be a little something-something out of your pocket a month. Nothing crazy. You know what I mean? But to have that type Actually, of access... Oh, I'm sorry. He's, he's, he's putting too much sugar and spice. <laughs> Let me put some fucking salt and pepper on this bitch real quick. Basically, what he's saying is that Patreon is going to be bonus distinguished, bonus XAB, bonus D-Flow, bonus special guest, whatever shit that we decide to come up with yeah. that you got to pay for. So, yeah, you're getting the merch... You're getting a little bit of this, you're getting a little bit of that, some exclusive shit that we got popping off that we're going to discuss and then present it to you when it's time. But this is going to be like how this is the show format that that you guys listen to every single Tuesday. We're going to weed out who the fucking fans of the fans are, okay? This is the this, this is your time to shine. Put your $5 donation. <laughs> put your $3 donation. Listen, guys don't like other ones. When the collection pay get passed around, put your $2 in there, all right? Right, his dad has some bow ties. You know what time it is. Now, with distinguished saying that, adding to it, yeah. Come um, on. not only are we like weeding out, you know, yeah, the fans are the fans. Really, gonna you know see what I'm saying about this shit. <laughs> but we already told y'all that we're giving y'all different types of conversations on the Patreon. So we are also going to be talking about uh, if you're a real fan, you've been listening through, and you know that we have some stories that we have not divulged on these oh. episodes. But behind the paywall of the Patreon, we're going to be talking a lot more about like the inner thoughts of XAB and Distinguish, uh, relationship stuff. We're going to be talking about like our relationship. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the hard times, the fun times. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff that it's in still, depth. It's, it's still hard times. Right? In depth. I don't know what that means. And not next to me. Okay? <laughs> not next to me. But uh, we going in. So... <laughs> The Patreon is going to be starting up between that December 20th uh, to February 7th Don't spend timeline. Don't Christmas money, you know what I mean? Get ready to save some of that V-Day money, especially if you're not getting no V-Day. So just give it to us. And we're yeah. going to make sure you come. Properly. And we're trying to come back before V-Day just right. to, you know what I mean, give y'all that, that sauce. Yeah. But we might, shit, V-Day I think is on a Monday, so I don't I don't know. I don't know what you got playing with your lady. Um, uh, v- yeah, it definitely is on a month. I mean, the week that weekend gonna be insane. 
D-Day weekend, I mean, Valentine's Day, as y'all, if y'all know, like he said, if y'all been listening, that's my favorite fucking holiday. So I'll be going all out for that shit. Yeah, V-Day's on a Monday this year. If I'm yeah, if, if I'm intoxicated, you guys, I might be doing the fucking episode with this nigga on Zoom via hotel room. Yeah, we might we might switch it up for that, yeah. for that episode. Yeah, yeah, we should actually. Yeah. For the Patreon. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We might do some shit. Lingerie. Our hey. shout out to Naomi. Hey. You know what? We should try and link with her for that. Okay. We should try that. But we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that All later. Right, cool. Um. So, yeah, let's get into the shits and giggles. All man moment. You got one? Yeah, uh, it's been a you know it's been a calm two weeks, but uh, the, the first all man, um, as a lot of you guys may know, uh, celebrated five years of my company Disc Network. Congratulations! Thank you so much, my beautiful black brother. Uh, he was there from the jump. Shout out to everybody who has seen the growth, um, some of uh, some of the setbacks, a lot of the hurdles, but uh, we're here. A lot of businesses, uh, for those who don't know, don't survive their first uh, two years. Of being in business, you know, some people go under. Um, some people just they can't stand the test of time. And to be honest, you know, they're in a business that they're not fully committed and ready for the business. Mm. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean. So, shout out to the ones that uh definitely uh have been grinding and persevering through their business with some of the setbacks. And you know the uh, the the people that have come and gone. Unfortunately, um, somebody that was very integral and very uh, a part of my company um, stepped down from her post. Um, she's no longer with this network. Um, and I got that email a day before the company turned five. So I found it very uh, interesting, but also at the same time, uh, very timely, very like, you know, like spiritual in a way because it was like, Fifth year, mentally, I'm already trying to groom what well, was grooming myself to, you know, go into another space for the company next year. And that, you know, you know, this person leaving was not the space that I was necessarily trying to um, see. But, you know, I saw it. Uh, email was sent. Um, I sent the email back. It's all love. But, uh, you know, you know, again, I'll, I'll get more into it. Um, on the Patreon for sure, but uh, yeah, it was, it it was it wasn't a shock, but it was also like, you know, the time has come type situation. And I was speaking to one of my good friends. Shout out to my man Sagoon. We went to uh John Jay College together, and he was like, "Yo, you have to learn two things from this situation." And one of these things, if I would have called X, he he would have told me the same shit or or similar. He said, "You need to understand." what this person's strengths was. You need to understand, you know, what this person represented and mean and, and how they played their role and take those things and figure out um, how you're going to try to get someone else to not replace this person, but fulfill a similar role as you continue to develop the company. And then the other thing is you need to figure out where as a, a leader and as a businessman, you could have improved to do more and or uh, sustain that uh, relationship because, you know, you like building relationships, you like, you know, doing things with people, you like collaborating, but um, you need to figure out what things you need to improve on to um, be better um, so that, you know, when, you know, the 
next person comes or, you know, when more people start to come on board and the company starts to really develop this, you know, uh, uh, different esteem, um, you fully know what it is that you have to do, the information you have to disseminate to them, and, um, you know, you really can get the ball rolling and you don't have to worry about the shit that you probably was worrying about when this person was on board. And, you know, this also is a time for you to regroup. So, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely the first all-man moment. So, uh, in the beginning, it started with one, and here we are again at uh, square one with one. I mean, sometimes you need to start from square one to rebuild back up. So, I mean, it, things like that are always a, a, a double-edged sword, I guess. And on one end, it's, you know, end of a era, and maybe it shouldn't have ended in a particular way. I don't know. I don't know if it ended in a way that you wanted it to or if maybe premature ending but at the end of the day that always gives opportunity for growth it always gives opportunity for new life and um new energy so hopefully that is uh what ends up happening moving yeah. forward yeah definitely uh no love lost but uh you know uh you know people have to you know make decisions for themselves and you know um no deal with it. And again, you know, this, the decision that this person came to, they did stress this was not an easy decision. That was stressed. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't want to make it seem like they just, you know, up and left. Cause you got to think about it. It's five years and it's five years of not just making money, not just five years of doing events. No, five years of really building a fucking company. Like, right. like, for real. Like, there's a lot of shit that has... I've learned so much just from a business standpoint with trying, because I'm still learning, trying to run a company and keep relationships, build relationships. And then when, you know, people do dickhead shit and, you know, when, you know, clients, you know, owe you money and then you're trying to contact them and then they threatening you with lawyers and then lawyers getting involved and... You know, you're speaking to, you know, artists that you're trying to help and then artists start talking shit about you. And, you know, it, it's just like, well, you can't take a personal and but this is just been so these are all the things all these years that I've been mentally dealing with. And a lot of the uh, pressure that I felt, a lot of it was offset because I had this person in my corner. I had this person answering emails when I couldn't answer emails, going to meetings when I couldn't go to meetings, uh, signing off on contracts when I couldn't be there for the contract you know, stuff or, you know, meeting this person at a location if I was traveling or wasn't around. So, you know, this person was my right hand. So it takes a lot to accept like, damn, this is actually not going to be that situation anymore. And I don't, I know in a lot of ways, I'm not going to be able to uh, replace um, this individual. Definitely not. Cause this individual, even before, I started this network was teaching me so many things. Like if it wasn't for this person, I would not know how to use PayPal. I would Mm. not know how to use MailChimp. I would not know how to, you know, like, you know, uh, put certain things and construct uh, a contract the way it needs to answering an email signatures at the end of it. Like, like so many things that I've learned, you know, cause I was just so, you know, being an artist and, you know, but when we got to the business, you know, shit got real, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it got real, you know? So, uh, you know, again, um, it was a pleasure. It was an honor. Um, I, I, I look forward to, you know, uh, supporting um, this individual in, you know, other aspects of their life and whatever it is that they have cooking down the pipeline because 
I couldn't believe in nobody company and I ain't got no shit that's about to pop off neither. So, you know, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna happen, you know, uh, and uh, I'm definitely there to support, but, uh, you know, uh, and the words are fabulous, you know, and baby gotta do what a baby gotta do. Right. Um, so my all man this week is, I was having a conversation with my mother and it's just the, a culmination of everything I've been talking about in general uh, these last couple of weeks in terms of December 3rd, me kind of just taking a step back from a lot of things. Next week. Um, And so we were talking about that, and I just came to the conclusion of, like, I don't want to build people up right now or anymore for this moment in time. And I think that that is a large part of why I even feel like I need to take a step back before I decide I want to reintroduce myself back into, I guess, uh, I don't want to say society because I'm not taking, I'm not going that far. I'm not, it's not like uh, you won't see me on social media and stuff like that, but the access to me is changing completely. Like it's, it's really going to be difficult for certain people. <laughs> Y'all broke bitches in trouble. <laughs> this nigga's crazy. Uh, but it is really going to be hard for people to, to contact me unless it's absolutely necessary or unless I really already came to the conclusion that I'm given that type of access. But I think a lot of it has to do with coming across people because we were just talking about like how everybody who like comes into some form of contact that expresses what they appreciate about me um, says they always go to Xavier. You're so patient. Xavier, you like you teach me so much or Xavier, you have been like a really influential person in my life and I haven't had anybody like you around X, Y, and Z. And I'm not saying that big myself up this is literally verbatim what nah, people, you can big yourself up i say that shit all the time people actually say these things to me and although i i appreciate that i love that and i am very grateful that i can be that type of individual um to others at some point you have to sit yourself down and say well why isn't your circle who or who can you look to in your circle that you can give that same energy to where it's like I can say to somebody, yo, you've really been able to hold me down X, Y, and Z, or you taught me so much, or you've been patient with my growth process. And the answer is nobody. And I'm not saying that in a way where it's like I'm unteachable or, or anything like that, but I'm saying that in a way where it's like most people in my circle Look to me in that capacity, but I I've always said this too. I've never I have I haven't had many mentors, and the people that have been mentors has only been brief moments in time. Um, and so when you look when I look at that, I'm like, I need to start putting myself in a space where there are other people in the room that can give me that same that can give me that boost that can give me that elevation that I can bounce ideas off of. And feel like, yo, they're about to elevate me from this conversation. Um, and I'm not saying that my, my close friends or whatever don't have that ability, but their friends is different. Uh, well, everybody, I'm talking about in the friendship era, but I'm talking about in general, 
when it comes to like best friendships that we have a particular bond in a particular way where it's a brotherhood, that to me is a little bit different than the general friends yeah, that I have your around. Brothers, your brothers are going to push you regardless, even if it's not things that you necessarily are doing. You just seeing them do what the fuck they do. Like you push me a lot to right. do certain shit or have pushed me a lot to want to do certain shit or to know what the fuck this word means. Like, what the fuck does this word mean? <laughs> but I'm going to find out what that shit mean. That's a, I'm not going to use it every day, but I'm going to use that shit. You know what I mean? But I definitely get, hopefully y'all, y'all get what he's saying. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in terms of like with brotherhoods, it's, it's different because D-Flow and you are definitely influential. Like I'm not saying that. I don't want anybody to get it misconstrued. Um, but I'm talking about just friends that you come across and and want access to you. Yeah. The friends that want you guys already have access to me. Y'all already know when December third comes, ain't nothing really changing when it comes to us. Right. But in terms of the friends that like, yo, I wanna, yo, it's great hanging out with you. We need to go out sometime. All right, cool. But is this gonna be a mutually beneficial hangout, or wow. is this gonna be a hangout where I come out, I'm giving you X Y Z advice, or I'm paying for X Y Z? Or I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and you kind of are just chilling, coasting, and not even thinking about or worried about, well, is Xavier enjoying this time? Or it, what is Xavier really getting out of this, too? And it doesn't, it's, I'm not saying it's a quid pro quo where it's like you scratch my back, I scratch yours. But there needs to be a, a mutual benefit, I think, for me moving forward when I'm deciding to spend my time. Because time ain't free no more. That's the all man. Uh, Damn, y'all got y'all got y'all got hit with two heavy all mans. God, heavy. Yeah, real shit. Um, well, we can brighten your day uh, a little bit because there is one more announcement, and that's two live crew will be returning while we are on break oh, too. Yeah, that's the most ratchet shit ever that we ever came. <laughs> two live crew will be back. Um, between December and February, so we'll give you guys exact dates moving forward once we kind of. Talk it out. Good times. Bring your comments. <laughs> Bring the comments. So, D, um, before we get into all the shit, I saw this meme, and I definitely was, I couldn't wait to get in the office for us to talk about this. What do you think is a green flag on a first date? A green flag. Because, you know, niggas been pointing out all red flags. Shit. So what's a green flag? What's something that makes you be like, oh, this shit is going in the direction it needs to go? A green flag. Nigga got me blushing a little bit. I'm really (laughs) thinking like, damn, like shorties really did that. Green flag is when you get to the date spot and shorty on her way is like, hey, I know I'm late, but is there anything you need from outside? Mm. I don't even need anything. But just because you said that, bring your fine ass. Hurry up. I like that. You. I like that. I like. I like anytime, like on a date. You know, you fucking up right now. Okay. Well, beyond the fucking up, I knew this nigga had to turn it go go left with the shit. Beyond the fucking up, I l- always like it when a woman is like, "I know that this is our date. It's the first date. You probably taking care of most of the shit, but I do want to add or contribute something to this date. I want you to feel like." I am also contributing some aspect of a good time for you. So like that, I always used to say, um, you know, if a girl reached for her wallet during the date, 
Um, now I wouldn't necessarily see that as a green flag because now I feel like she's trying to call you broke. If nah, she reach, nah. If, I, if, <laughs> if she reached for a while, she's nah, trying to call you broke. I've definitely had two chicks that I vividly could remember. <laughs> I was putting my right hand on my right thigh, about to scroll up the wallet through the, through the pocket. I start to open the wallet. Shorty goes, what are you doing? I was like, I'm about to, no. I invited you, my treat. Damn, so come on, shorty, chill. It's the first date, though, but she she took care of that, you know? I remember another date. This actually probably, like, this is probably too, too much sauce right now. <laughs> but, nigga, we on a topic. This, can't wait for the Patreon to really go in more. Long story short, this was actually, this is a lot of sauce. This was last year. V-Day weekend. So, boom. V-Day weekend, right? Because the holidays is coming up. It's cold as fuck. I'm in the city. I booked the hotel room. I'm thinking it's about to be a good night. That didn't happen, but I still had a good night. I get to the spot. I'm there early. I'm over there getting a little lit, you know. Got my drink. She comes, I think, like an hour and a half late. And... I wasn't even upset. I was cool. And she came and she was an hour and a half late because she could not find a sitter. She knew about the date, but that particular day, the sitter violated and said, you know, I can't watch your kid. And Shorty took the fucking A train from Brooklyn all the way uptown. Then paid for the Uber that I wanted to pay for back to Brooklyn after the day. I was like, nah, no chick ever didn't know. And didn't complain about shit. Didn't complain that it was cold. It was brick. Didn't complain about it was cold. Didn't complain about nothing. Took the fucking A train like a real Brooklyn chick from Flatbush. Came Definitely a Brooklyn chick. Came and saw a nigga. Kissed up on a nigga. Loved the nigga. And went back home in the Uber. I had to slap ass before she got in the car. Like, all right, get home safe. All right. Love that. Okay. Slapping ass is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping ass is it's a bit much. I was with you into the ass slap. <laughs> oh, like I said. I used to say, yo, if Shorty, you know, reached for her wallet, that uh, that was a green flag. But nowadays, I feel like a Shorty is trying to tell you, not in your instances. Your instances sound fire. But I feel I like appreciate you. I feel like in today's uh, uh, today's world, on yeah. today's Beyonce's internet. Sure, Beyonce internet, crazy. If a Shorty reaches for her wallet. It's over. She's telling you. She thinks she, you're broke. If she's like, um, you want me to pay for half of it? Now, you know the energy. There's two different types of chicks. There's the chick that will be like, you want me to pay for half? And she means it sincerely. And then there's the chick that's saying that because she did not enjoy the date and she don't want you to feel like you owe her nothing. Now, that has, hasn't really happened to me. That's definitely happened to me. But I feel like if a girl was to do that at, at this age, 
I wouldn't look at it and be like, oh, you know what I mean? Before I was like, damn, that's sexy. Shorty reaching for her wallet. Boom, boom, boom. Um, for me now, a green flag is more so when she's invested in making sure you have a good time too. So you can see that one, she likes you and she's showing you that she likes you. Cause a lot of time on dates, women don't seem to be invested in letting you know that they like you. It's all about them quote unquote getting from you what like what type of man you are. And it's like, oh, well, he got to show me what type of dude he is. And it's less about what well, I also have to show him what type of girl I am. And it's like the dude has to work to break the ice. No, 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 no. We both need to be working to break the ice. And I like when I see a girl like actually invested. She actually likes you and she's actually working towards, oh, we both going to have a good date. She's trying to bust jokes. She's laughing at your jokes. She's trying to start conversation. You're not the only one starting the conversation. Like, all of that combined is, to me, a green flag. When I like I can when see a that. chick is on a date and she knows the obvious. Like, she might obviously know something might be off. Not with the date. Maybe something in a restaurant or whatever. She won't bring that shit up until we leave. Right. She won't fuck it up. She just will let it rock. You know, I like a chick that... Don't do too much extra shit when the waitress or the waiter come. Just be fucking right. Don't be too fucking picky when the menu come. Just we went over what the fuck you don't eat. Okay. Yeah, etiquette. And pick something and then don't be on your phone too fucking much. Oh, yeah. The phone shit. I'm going to get pissed off. The phone shit let me know that the date ain't going right, well. I'm going to just let y'all know that from John. If you on the phone for a good portion of the date, oh, you letting me know that this shit ain't. You know what I mean? I I was out not too long ago. I like I I like to be ambiguous. Not too long ago, <laughs> and a shorty. Better not do this on the Patreon. What? No, on the Patreon, y'all get the y'all getting everything. I might see a different side. I hope I, I y'all hope get I y'all get everything side. on the Patreon. But I was on I was um I was on I was out not too long ago. I won't even call it a date. I was out not too long ago. You know what I mean? And shorty was on her phone, say, but. Together. Every time she was on her phone, she would be like, excuse me, I apologize. I just need to answer this real quick because it's business-wise. And I was like, do your thing, baby girl. I respect that. I'd have been like, yo, let me see the phone. For what, nigga? <laughs> let me see if it's business or if it's a business dick. Let me see. <laughs> I, I want to see the phone. <laughs> I want to see what that nigga right Business dick Face is off. nuts. This nigga said business dick. I'm fucking. I'm fucking. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this Comes nigga? Comes up with this shit. <laughs> but now I respected that. I actually liked that. I liked when she was like, yo, I'm sorry. I got to take this really quick. Instead of just responding to the nigga. Well, instead of just being on your phone. And it's who knows if it was a nigga? I don't Damn, know. Son. Damn. But, but yeah, I like shit like that. Um, you think if you would have did that, she would have been cool with it? Every five seconds, you said, hold on once I actually got this. I ain't say it was every five seconds. It's just, this is actually business pussy. Hold on. See, this nigga. This nigga be trying to start shit. Um, Wendy Williams. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the unfortunate news has broke. I don't know. We still need, I think, a little bit more Definitely clarification more fire, yeah. and a little bit. 
more of a reliable source. But so far, Tasha K and uh, I think the Ricky Smiley show mm. has broken the news that Wendy Williams seems to have lost the use of her legs and wow. is stuck to a wheelchair wow. um, and is also suffering from early signs of dementia. Once again, do not fact check us on that. Matter of fact, do fact check us on that because this news is literally probably just broke maybe an hour or two ago. Okay, so it's still young. Still fresh, but still story, young. Story is developing. Story is developing. Um, nobody, I guess, directly from Wendy's camp has come out and confirmed these allegations. I can't wait to listen to the Breakfast Club tomorrow morning. Yeah, but um, if it is true, very unfortunate. Prayers to Wendy Williams. Um, but yeah, we had to let y'all know because that that is what's uh being circulated at this moment in time. Definitely prayers up to Wendy. Um, a phenomenal uh a, a figure, you know, in entertainment. Uh, for women, for black women, for women trying to have a voice, women who are in positions that they are in today. A lot of them, they might not say it quite as kept, probably was heavily influenced and inspired by Wendy Williams. Her story, as we saw, we got a chance to see that uh, uh, when it came out on Lifetime. And then, you know, obviously her throughout the years being, uh, you know, on radio and, you know, having her Wendy Williams show when it was on radio and you know, now having one of the, you know, highest, you know, watched syndicated shows, you know, in the face of the planet, you know, says a lot. And not just a woman, but a woman of color, a woman that went through some real fucked up shit in the industry and still, you know, you know, made it out to where, you know, she is, you know, very successful. So uh, hearts and prayers goes out to her. Very unfortunate. Um, yeah. And I hope that, you know, she actually starts to see now. All right. Now, who's really in my corner? You know, who's really in my camp? Because she's going to need all the support. Gonna need a lot of fucking support. If you can't move your lot, I mean, now you got to transition to okay. Now, how do I get around now? What do I need to do? How do I mentally need to shift my? You know, what I mean, I was just bipedaling. Now I'm gonna be bound to a wheelchair. Hopefully, you know, it's one of them situations where the leg just lost feeling, and maybe a few weeks, a month from now, that shit regains it. But you know, only time will tell. Yeah. Um. And once again, story is developing. So, um, if it comes out within the next couple of days or hours that. Some of this shit ain't true. We are warning y'all. We facts. don't have all the facts. Facts. This is breaking news, breaking shit. Um, but yeah, prayers to Wendy. I don't always agree with her takes. I don't facts. always agree with how the fuck she goes about her business. Um, but at the end of the day, I I don't wish nothing like that on anybody. So I hope that um maybe she can recover from these things, and may or maybe people are over exaggerating it. Maybe uh, there's just a couple of issues that she's going through. But we we do know that she has not returned back to her show, which is why this has been an issue in the first place. Um, so, yeah. All right. So let's get into the fuck shit that we uh, apparently missed last week. Yeah, I mean, this is what the fuck, you know, y'all really came for anyway. I ain't come for all that. Yeah, y'all, y'all definitely came for this take. Y'all missed this take last week. That's probably why y'all was fucked up about us not yeah. being. Yeah, because last week was a lot of fucking boo-boo tears from the baby in more ways than one. A lot of other babies. So the baby and Danny Lay, mm. baby was on live, right? And he was talking about Danny Lay saying, I guess, 
how much of a negative individual she was and how he was ready for her to leave. And then she popped up in the screen. Yes, she did. Um, And they stayed on live as he was being toxic. I will say he was being toxic. Yeah, yeah. In terms of him saying, you know, those things while she was right there. Yeah. And I'm going back and forth for going through it on live in front of everybody. Disgusting. Um, With the baby. But here's my thing. So, no. Let me, let me, uh, I have to paint the picture. Oh. I have to paint the picture. Because I need you to understand how this news was broken and where I was and what I was doing. For you to fully understand. Oh, oh boy. So. Wasn't here. That, that's for damn sure. I was not in America. <laughs> that's for damn sure. I was not here, ladies and gentlemen. He was drinking mojitos or some shit. Um, so at the time, the news had broke earlier. Now I was on a trip with, I want to say five other with five women, it's, not other women. Five women. No, it wasn't even that type of time. Five women, right? Let me let me do the count. About five women, five to six women. Okay, right. When this story broke, uh huh. Now I read it on my phone and I said, "I'm going to shut the fuck up." Right. And don't, I'm not going to say a thing. Don't even bring it. Nobody play no the baby song. Nothing. Don't. Nothing. I'm minding my business. I'm gonna act right. like I ain't even see the shit. What, what what we about to do tonight, guys? That, that's, that's a fact. That would have been the next thing. So we ended up going to dinner. Oh fuck! Dinner conversation. So we at the dinner. And I am sitting, I'm surrounded at this point by three women, and it's me at the corner of the dinner table. Why are you even going in the middle? Yeah. So, minding my business, I ordered the red snapper. Okay, red snapper. Okay. Yeah, shit was fuego. Okay. But you put the lemon on it? You- yeah, everything. Zest. Zesty. And then I hear from my left side. Uh huh. So what do y'all think about the Danny Lay the baby situation? Mm. Did what? Did you already take a bite into the snapper at this? Yeah, point? and then I took an extra bite because I wanted to look like I was. Okay. I, I couldn't respond. Right. right. And then I noticed that there were eyes on me. <laughs> so I look up. Right. And I'm being questioned. Like, how do you feel about that? Hmm. Your opinion really matter at that moment in time? My opinion never. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's Beyonce's internet. You have to say (laughs) the textbook response. Response. Right. Or you will get killed. Or you will get killed. That's it. And you're wrong. Yeah. Now, naturally, I'm XA fucking B. Damn. I can't give you the textbook response. He said, I actually bought the podcast with me. It's actually, it's right here. It's, right, right here. And that's what the, they were like, you do a podcast. So oh. and I was like, see, this is when podcasting is a gift and a curse. When it goes wrong. This is when it goes wrong. Right. Because when niggas know that you have opinions, they always want to know they really what all, your they opinion really is. Do all, that's true. <laughs> hey, they always want to know. True. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, here's my take. When you start with that, it's you, over. You already know. Yeah, it's over. I said, I don't agree with anything that the baby is doing. Round of applause. I don't, I don't agree with the live. I don't necessarily agree with the kicking out. Wow. Um, I don't agree with none of that shit. It goes a butt. However. What the however? Coming in from Okay. One. 
if what he is saying about the abuse and the other things of, hey, I, I offered to put her in a hotel, I offered to get her a jet, I offered to do X, Y, and Z because we are not getting along and she's putting hands on me. If that is true, is what he did really fucked up? Besides the going on live. Going on live was wild. The going on live is trash. Chris Brown didn't even do that. But if, let's say the roles are reverse. Uh-oh. And this is a nigga oh. attempting or putting hands on a woman. Uh-huh. She's like, get the fuck out. And she says, you got to go. That's it, Scooby. Do, nigga. Are we even questioning her saying, going on live and saying, yo, I'm doing this to protect myself. This nigga tried to put hands on me or put hands on me. He got to go. No, shit. It's, the, the real niggas might be at the door waiting for the nigga. Like, we going to make sure he go. So in the reverse, right, in this particular scenario, and I understand some of the ladies might be like, X normally doesn't take a stance like this. I'm not taking any stance. All I am saying He's is. taking a stance to me, ladies. Fuck all me. I am saying is. When we look at this from an objective view and not just this men versus women mm-hmm. thing, right? Get out your feelings. If what he is saying is true. If she put hands on him. And if he's saying, yo. To stop this from going to another place mm-hmm. where it really becomes an issue. Right. I already am dealing with the LGBTQ shit that happened to me. Clean. I already was considered a womanizer when I slapped that fan oh, man. two, three years ago, w- are- and for which I didn't know it was a woman right. or whatever he said right. at that moment in the time. already say I'm a killer because I killed that nigga in Walmart. You know. Right. So to avoid more of that type of shit. If I'm telling her, yo, you got to leave, we can't cohabitate in this area. I could put you in a hotel. I could do this. I could do that. I don't know if that is the wrong decision to do. I just feel like you don't do the shit on live. And I just feel like there's a lot of other nuanced aspects of this relationship. We didn't even know. This was like for me the confirmation that them niggas had a baby together. I didn't even know that neither. Because she got pregnant. She did get pregnant. I thought it was, all right, cool. Everybody speculated it was the baby. Right. But it was never confirmed that it was him. Facts. He didn't even know it was fucking him. Oh, that nigga knew it was his. (laughs) But y'all confirmed it to the public through this interaction, which is crazy. Somebody somebody need to take care of that baby besides y'all too. And that's the next thing. I don't know what the whole situation was regarding, like, who keeps the baby. Um, but in that video, a lot of people kept saying that he was kicking her and the baby out. And I'm like, I don't necessarily know if that like a hundred percent is the case or if she's saying I'm taking my baby with me, I'm not leaving my baby with you, whatever the case is. But my only uh, question is if what he is saying is true, cause maybe y'all don't believe him. Maybe we not supposed to believe him. Maybe he was lying. Hard to believe him now. But if, it, if he was saying what he was saying was true. Is he wrong for saying, yo, we can't be in the same space. You got to go somewhere. Or does he leave? I mean, that's the other option. He could leave. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about it, bro. Uh, I think that uh, the baby, uh, that man needs some counseling right now. That man need to go and seek himself a therapist. 
You know, as much as he probably wants to be or is happy to be a father now, he can't be a father with that type of attitude, that type of mentality. Go go get checked out. Maybe go to, you know, somewhere for like two months. They allow you to FaceTime the baby from time to time, FaceTime the baby. And, uh, you know, you and this young lady, y'all got to get a restraining order against each other because, you know, there was a lot of static on the live. You know, your brother, the, her brother came out of left field. He, 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 he thinks he won. You don't want status with that man. Leave that man alone. Yeah, leave that man alone. Leave that, that that man. That man is he's different. He's different. I can't I don't even know what to how to describe him. He's di- leave him alone, okay? Um, and then in terms of her, I mean shit. Um, I feel like she's definitely gonna get the backing, if not um, if she didn't already get it already from a lot of women organizations. Oh yeah, Summer Walker was was uh, already yeah. there. It was a bandwagon right there. So still over it. Um and she needs she needs a tribe of women who, you know, for one, have been in her shoes, understands exactly what she's going through. And she probably needs some women to help her get some act right. Like, listen, you can't be doing no shit like that ever again. And I do I do know that there was some mention of her potentially uh, suffering from postpartum and maybe doing okay. certain things um, in a way that maybe, you know, not everybody is built. With patience, and not everybody has the understanding that is necessary when your partner maybe starts to act a little different than you're used to. But that's where you y'all y'all are young, but y'all ain't that young, and y'all need to work on it. Um, but it's kids. It's, it's kids having kids. It is that nigga grown. That nigga like twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, that nigga, baby, you acting like your name. Stop. Yeah. Stop, yeah, stop and acting I think like the baby. And I feel like she's like between the ages of 24 and 26. She's somewhere around there. Um, I will say this, though. And I know this might sound like I'm not on the Danny Lay bandwagon. And I. It's not that I'm not. Because you got to leave that to the feminists. All right. Yeah. And I, this is actually I'm going to take it off of Danny and the baby. I want everybody to be clear at this moment in time. I'm not talking about them. But some of the actions that she has done is something that I think I've seen often. And it sometimes leads women to be in these type of predicaments where they're with these type of niggas. Did it trigger you? Do you remember dealing with women like that? No, 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 no. Because this ain't even some shit that this is something I observed. This ain't even some shit that has anything to do with me. Okay. But. Here's what I'll say. I'll take the suspense out of it. Sometimes there are women who attach themselves to ain't shit niggas because that ain't shit nigga is a status. Being with that nigga is a status booster. And I do feel like for the majority of their connection, and again, I'm trying to take it off of them, but just for this example, bear with me. The majority of their connection has been, look at me, I'm with the hottest nigga out right now. Look at me, I just got in the industry. Even though Danny Lay's resume is not nothing to laugh at, she used to work for Prince at some point. So, like, she got shit behind her, but as an artist, and her namesake and everything, and how... That nigga Prince was so alive, he'll slap the shit out the baby. <laughs> Boy, if you don't get your bullshit together, might put a heel in that ass. Might put a heel in that ass. But um, I do feel like a lot of her, like even that song "Yellow Bone," 
If we gonna we gonna connect dots here for y'all. Gonna connect dots on dad hats and bow ties. That was horrible. That song Yellow Bone was about look, I'm a light skinned chick and I'm with the nigga that y'all all say is with y'all, but he actually with me. Even that shit to me is a status thing. Like I'm with the hot nigga and y'all are not. And because I'm with the hot nigga, that makes me somebody. And I think that this is a lesson here for that also, where it's like, don't use these niggas for status. If the nigga ain't shit, the nigga ain't shit. Let them go. Y'all holding on to status and money sometimes, and y'all got to deal with niggas that are bullshit. That's my last take on this shit. I don't know if you got anything else for the people. I'm good off that. I'm just glad it wasn't C Breezy. Okay. Now, Breezy seems to be calming down in his I'm, 30s. I'm glad, I'm glad some of the pressure has been finally taken off my Tory and brother. Thank you. Uh, who hasn't calmed down in their 30s seems to be LeBron James. Yo. So, I, yo, that clip, I watched that shit like 10 times. So, Isaiah forgot the nigga last name from the Pistons. Uh, he was boxing out. LeBron was boxing out. And LeBron's hand, I don't know why everybody keeps saying it's an elbow. I didn't see it an elbow. It wasn't an elbow, it was, it was his palm. Yeah, it was his hand, it was his hand uh, scraped across his face and must have cut his face. And homeboy at first was calm. He was. He was very calm as LeBron spoke to him. And Stewart, his last name is Stewart. Stewart, Isaiah Stewart. <clears throat> he was very calm as it seemed. LeBron was like, yo, my bad. I mean to hit you. And then as more and more people started to grab him and get in between the two of them, he seemed to turn into the Hulk. Honestly, from what I read before you continue, honestly, bro, we know that the refs called it. It was a flagrant foul because in ball, people like to say no blood, no foul. Bro, the way that, yo, he could have took that man's eye out. He hit him hard. I, very, God, I was like, yo, that's a lot of blood. God My God. only thing is it was it looked like an accident to me. It did look like an. It didn't look like it was personal. It didn't look to me. It LeBron did not don't even come off like that. Come yeah, on. it didn't look like he was trying to do a dirty play. I don't know why niggas, like I said, keep saying it was an elbow. I didn't see no elbow action. Um, and so to me, it's like, all right, these are fouls that end up happening in the NBA. We saw Devin Booker last year get hit in the face and his nose was broke. He had to wear a mask during the playoffs. Damn. Like I didn't even know that. Shit. Yeah, this this is basketball, and I'm not saying that it's a contact sport. Oh, no. It's a contact sport. I'm not saying that. Grown that... men touching one ball. Come on, man. Okay. All right. Yeah, the the way it was the description. It was the way it was described, ladies and gentlemen. That's 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 what I'm having an issue with. Like grown men. That just kind of just changes the narrative. Just a little bit. I don't know how y'all feel, but that's how I feel. Um Yeah, I just I just feel like people are kind of blowing it out of proportion. But do you think LeBron should be suspended? Uh, nah, <laughs> oh, niggas is killing me right now. I know they. Nah, nah, like I, that don't I, make no sense, right? I, yo, I watched the shit ten times. I hope, I hope, I feel like I got a special effect on my voice. Huh? I watched the shit like ten times, and on God, on yo, on Kobe Bryant, yo, on Michael fucking Jordan. <laughs> That nigga did not mean it. Because you know when a nigga means it. Oh, you, you know when a nigga means it. First of all, we got to act like this is still not LeBron James. 
I'm talking about when he first got in the fucking league. That nigga was violating on nigga. He was running running around niggas doing yeah. three. That's in your face yeah. when he don't. You know what I mean? The, the the nigga we got now is very reserved these days. He don't try to do to. He still try does his he thing. He a little 23 points. Yeah, he not doing what he was doing. We know what this nigga was doing. He's coming to a point in his life where he's like a few more years. I've already established who the fuck I am. I got a lifetime deal with Nike. I'm really about to hit a nigga in the eye with my hands and fuck up my money? No. I got a school that's, that I called I Promise. I got too much money floating around. I, I do movies. Nigga, I take photos with Drake. I'm trying to play long enough that I could play against my son. That's it. That's all I want. Legacy. And then I'm out. That's it. I think a lot of y'all, <laughs> this lets me know that y'all don't give two fucks on Beyonce internet. Y'all wanted to see these niggas fight. We got enough bullshit I've seen happening. a lot of that. I've right. seen a lot of people like, ooh, I want to tune into the NBA now. Cause, Trash. Because niggas almost fought. Is that what we doing? Trash. Ooh, the N- NBA is spicy now. Really? Because a nigga scraped a nigga face? That's hot to you? You, you get turned on by that, huh? It was muy caliente. Oh, it's mad blood on his face. What LeBron did? Y'all niggas is kind of... You know what it is? I don't know. You know what this is about, bro? This has nothing to do with Isaiah. Niggas really hate LeBron. Niggas definitely hate they LeBron. Hate, yo, they, and I know we're about to get into it, but this is just a little segue before we get into it. This is probably the same amount of hate that took our good brother Adolf uh, Dolph Thornton. This is, this is probably the same amount of venom. Like, yo, this nigga, for me, doing way too much. I got to let this nigga, I don't like him. So we got to do something about it. So this is y'all way of getting back at LeBron and his accomplishments and his rings and, you know, you know him, you know, doing his best to stay out of uh, uh, media trouble with women and, you know, him being, you know, a family man. This is y'all way of getting back at him. I get it. Y'all not happy with your life. I get it. Okay. So LeBron is your, your, your stepping stool. Honestly, bro, that's kind of how I feel too. I, I kind of feel like I see a lot of LeBron hate and I'm like, the only thing that's coming to mind for me is like, yo, niggas really hate seeing successful niggas. Yo, that's what this whole thing boils down to. Y'all trying to make it seem like this nigga is a villain and he he purposely scraped a brand new player, Isaiah Stewart. No one even really knows this, no cool, this cat. Up, but they're going to know him now. But he going to slap him across the face because he got a, for what? Niggas, yo, I, I read a comment on, on Neighborhood Talk, bro. Niggas wrote, yo, he in the wrong sport. Why that nigga ain't get drafted in the NFL last year? I said, I hate y'all. I can't even laugh at this bullshit. I hate y'all. But yeah, that's that's part of my issue, though, is like, this just seems like hate. This just seems like y'all want to see LeBron fall, just like y'all want to see Travis Scott fall. Now, what happened to Astro World is terrible. Yeah, very horrible. But why y'all trying to kill Travis Scott? He didn't say what little Uzi Vert said. Yo, Uzi? Yo, Uzi. Uzi said, yo. He wild for that comment. If you feel sick, leave. Because I don't stop. That's what that nigga said. I don't even, I don't, that's in a whole ignorance cat. He got the department store. Yeah, he got got the whole department of ignorance. JT, be careful. So, y'all trying to kill Travis Scott. But what I found out is there's more footage of Travis saying, when whenever like he saw in the crowd some shit going down, him going yo yo yo, 
make room for X, Y, and Z. Yo, yo, yo. He stopped the show. He stopped it. Y'all want to kill this man. But he actually cares about y'all. Now, granted, <clears throat> clearly somebody there talked him into a money grab. Oh, yeah. How, somebody how? in there said, y'all good, whatever. But at the same time, somebody also probably told him, yo, this is the standard for these type of concerts. Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the fire captain. He said he had a conversation with him uh, before the show started and said, yo, you know, X, Y, and Z, a lot of capacity. Be careful. This, this is what, you know, this is what, you know, could happen. Yeah, this shit happened, and and the and the I feel like the concert, um, the people who put the concert together said, "Yo, this is the standard. You only need this amount of cops. You only need this amount of railing. You only need this, that, and the third. Everything is good because we've done, up. yeah, we've done concerts like this before, and this is what will happen. Now, granted, obviously they were wrong this time, but y'all trying to kill this one man, and then y'all keep looping Drake into this shit. Drake did one, oh, <laughs> did a couple songs." Yo. Drake did not put this shit on. I don't know. Everybody is, yo, it just goes back to what we just said. Yeah, I hate to see a black man success. It, 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 it really does something because just to get into it a bit deeper, I really thought about it. And I was like, this is the first time that I see so much things happening to one person of color that's successful that's in the same industry as us. And I was just like, is this what we're getting ready for, bro? Like, honestly, like, is this what our live shows are getting ready for? Is this what... That's what entertainment is now. I was like, yo, it's scary. Entertainment is literally... And and when it happens, I want y'all to refer back to this episode. Real shit. We're going to bookmark this shit for sure. The people love you. They build you up. They want to see you get all the wins. They want to see you... They want to see me and you get that Drake interview. They want to see me and you get that Kanye interview. They want to see me and you get the Joe Biden interview. And then once we get there, first, first we might get the Tiana Taylor interview. And they like, oh, shit, my, those are my niggas. XAP Distinguished. Yo, I knew them back from when they started and they was just doing local niggas. Then we get, we get the little Uzi Vera. We get the City Girls interview. Oh, these niggas is, they really moving. They're out of reach now. Whole number different. We can't we can't really contact these niggas. We they're not as accessible. They live shows. We used to be able to go up there and give them high fives and shit after. Now security telling us we can't we can't even see these niggas. Fox. Then we get the Kim Kardashian interview. Man, fuck them niggas. Now one of us slips up and says some shit that. Maybe some nigga caught us on a bad day. It's probably going to be me. It's definitely going to be you. Nah, <laughs> just want to put that out there. Someone says some shit. Oh, you see, I knew them niggas was like that. Them niggas, them niggas been trash. It's like matter of fucking time. That dumb, dusty ass nigga to stand. Them niggas hate women. Yo. <laughs> it's that shit right there. One of them niggas got to be low key gay. Yo. They, I'm telling you, they hate women. I like my ass slick sometimes. Oh, what the, come on, son. Come on. I'm making, I'm making a point here. I'm making a point. Oh, dumb, dumb niggas hate their own skin. They hate black people because yeah. they got a criticism about something a black person did. 
That's that's what happens. That's what I see happen all the time. They wait for you to get to the top, then they tear you down. In the words of Drake, uh, he said this on the first album. You know, that's how you know we Drake fans in the first album. How long they choose to love you will never be your decision. This is what's happening to Travis Scott. Nah, this this is what's happening to LeBron James. Shit, this this is what happened to Nipsey Hussle. Fucking pop smoke, Dolph. It's it's hurtful. It is. But before we get into Young Dolph, because that is definitely a topic, um, let's lighten this shit up really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you take a shorty out and y'all are at a bar oh, or you're at a restaurant, y'all having a great time, yeah. you sitting at the table, conversation flowing, y'all laughing, y'all giggling, waiter comes over. Excuse me, sir. A shot for the lady. Now, you know you ain't ordered that shit. Right. I'm on a budget. And then the lady says, you didn't get that? And the waiter says, oh, no. Um, the man over by the bar said to give this to you. What you doing? How you feeling? Are you, are you leaving? So this ain't back in the day mafia shit where this is a nigga sending the table a bottle, and that would be seen as I want you to know that I'm here, and a part of me potentially might want to get to know you on some business shit. Oh, we got to start doing that. It's some shit going on. That sounds like something we need to start doing. I, I, bro, I, 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 I'm I, not going to give it all away, but I, I did something like that earlier this year, and the first time I did it was actually last year, and I actually took that from a movie and I ended up just having a real comment, like a real good conversation with like three ladies. It was just me and it was them and shit. Shared a whole fucking henny bottle and it was drinks on distinguished all night type shit. And you know, we go. Yeah, that's not, that might be something we need to look into. For Don't sure. give the rest of it away on Patreon. Um, but sounds good. For me personally, I'm upset. Um, and I'm gonna play Drake's upset in the background while I talk about <laughs> I'm it. I'm upset. Right, yeah. And you know, can't go 50-50 with this nigga. I, I don't, this is my date. And they're interrupting it. And it's clear as day that you drank it, you put it in your mouth, you swallowed it. All right, cool. So I'm going to take you home. And I'm going to let you take that L. And I'm going to be in my feelings a little bit. I'm going to play Jasmine Sullivan feelings. I'm going to try to get out of it. And then I'm going to really look at my life like this just happened. And she had the audacity, which means she off or off the rip, you know, she was going to do it. It didn't matter if it was me. She really wasn't into me like that. She she took it upon herself to be disrespectful. That, that, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. I've actually been in a scenario where something like that happened. Wow. Um, nigga didn't send a shot to the table, but uh, a young lady that I was with went to the bar okay. to go get a drink. Okay. And when she went to the bar, uh-huh. somebody there, now mind you, Maybe the maybe this is it, 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 ladies. I re- lady. Now we keep telling y'all to DM us and stuff. Some Damn. of y'all do, but I know there's more of y'all because we see the, the the listens. We know how many niggas is listening. Our demographic is y'all, ladies. Yeah, the it's like it's and- like 70 percent women. Yeah, that's a lot. I need y'all to let me know maybe if I was fucked up. But with me, I like to 
Like, if you with me, you don't got to be attached to my hip for the whole night. If you want to go to the bar, go to the bar, yo. Shit, I actually do want you to thing. interact. Shit, walk around. Yeah. Shit, take selfies in the fucking bathroom. That's what you're going to do anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's me and you. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to hold the spot down. Go ahead, get your drink. Right. Now, my date at the time was like, no, afterwards. We had a conversation afterwards. She was like, no, I actually like it if you came with me to the bar and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, okay, fair. But, you know what I mean? I just thought you might want your freedom. Nonetheless. Right. Shorty, next time you want her ass. That's it. Shorty goes to the bar. And I guess there was a group of people there. And one of the dudes took the liberty to be like, yo, let me buy you a drink. And she was like, no, thank you. I'm with somebody. And he was like, nah, it's cool. I'll still get you a drink. So he got her the drink. She took it. She took it. And then she came back with the drink. With the drink. I would have drunk. Why? And I was Why like, she ain't drinking at the bar. I was like, yo, you bought a drink? You could have told me I would have bought it for you. She said, no, I didn't buy it. And I said, well, how the fuck do you have two drinks? The fuck? <laughs> and she was like, oh, the guy got it for me. I was like, and you took it? And she was like, yeah, I told him no, and I was with a dude. So why you ain't tell him no again? <laughs> I'd have been like, yo, he's over there the first time gently. Like, you know how y'all do. Oh, thank you. But my date's actually over there. Well, nah, it's all good. And Man, and see, you. ladies, I, I don't I don't think y'all understand why it may sometimes come off as a problem. Now, I'm not I wasn't mad in and in this scenario that's floating around. So yeah. Um I don't think it's really a problem in in terms of like taking the drink. But what the issue tends to be is that some men think that they now can a challenge you as a nigga or they look at you like, oh, she's not that serious. So now it leads to other things where maybe now this nigga might try and punk you and try and get your girl's number like you're not there or just a lot of other different shit. That didn't happen in my scenario, but I've seen that shit happen. I've seen it happen where if a girl kind of allows another man to have a certain amount of access to her while a man is there, the man then starts to look at that dude like, oh, he's insignificant. He don't really matter. He's of course he's just there. So that is why, ladies, uh, a lot of men kind of don't really like that. I don't know if I'm leaving the date off of that, but I might have a conversation. I'm like, taking you back home. This nigga said, nah, you going home. Back home. I was I was on a day. I remember like it was yesterday. I was at a spot off of Flatbush. This was like 2011, 2012, somewhere over there. I think it was more 2011. I took a chick out, and she almost slipped up and said her name. Um, and long story short, I went to the bathroom, <laughs> literally. I, I went to the bathroom. I came back, and there was a drink on the table, and I was like, oh, who uh, who's drinking? And she was like, mine. And I was like, so where's mine? And she was like, oh, the guy bought it for me. I didn't know you wanted one. And I was like, you didn't know I wanted one. So then I looked at him. He looked at me. He did, he did one of these with his glass, and I was like, and mind you, this is a big Brock nigga. So he's just there with the dreads, had the shirt. He's like, and I was like, um, well, date's over. Uh, I actually want to take you home. She's like, what? What? what my leg? I was like, no, no, no. I was like, it's okay. I was like, matter of fact, if you don't want me to uh, take you home, he could take you home. He's like, nah, man, I ain't want to, I ain't want to cause no problem. I was like, well, you did. Okay. You did. Okay. The rock. The fuck. 
It did. <laughs> yeah, that is just. I was so tight. Niggas know what they be doing when they do they, stuff like that. Listen, that's what it is. Know niggas what know what they be doing. doing. Niggas and know what they be doing. Now that I want to say I'm on the other side of that, I haven't done that because I would not do that. That's gonna end up in a fight. You know what I mean, somebody might end up getting stabbed over a fucking drink. I'm not doing that, especially in today. Especially 2021 today. is wild. No fucks given. Nigga, a baby will stab you. That's a, a three year old. The baby. My my. The, the baby's baby. <laughs> fucking stab. Um. I wouldn't do that. I think that, again, you know, we're laughing about it. But honestly, ladies, like, keep it fucking a hundo. If a nigga had another chick while you're on a date with him, buy him anything, not even a drink. What if she what if she bought the nigga food or was like, oh, here, I'm going I'm to just I'm going to just buy you looked you hungry. You, he, he looked like he was parched. She looked like she wasn't keeping, you know, uh, very uh, nourished. You're gonna throw a fit if Shit. a chick, chick looks at a nigga. Chicks will walk out. Chicks will walk out. Yeah, but if a nigga entertains a chick smiling at him and waving, she's walking out, or she got an attitude for the rest of the, the night. The rest of the fucking night. So, so it it's a double standard. Yeah, that's what, if, that's what if, we're trying to talk about. If a if we know what that means when a nigga is like, yo, I'm about to send you, I'm about to send you a shot, or I'm about to send you a drink, or I'm about to send you a bottle. It's a flex. Some niggas are sitting there like, I got the money that maybe I think this nigga don't got. So what you finna to do? That is. And then ladies, and don't hit us with, oh, well, depending on what he said or how he said it, I'm interested to learn your response when I get back to the table. My response is, why do you get the fucking drink? You weren't that fucking thirsty before you got up. Okay? Right. And you could have asked me for the drink. And you could you know I invited you on a date. You know I'm about to pay for this shit. And I'm about to fucking tip. Gratuity. It's a red flag. Definitely a fucking red flag. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. You coming on this date lets me know this is a bigger red flag than how it, I it, it also kind of just comes off as easy access. Like, like if you're doing this with me on the date. Right. What the fuck are you doing when I'm not around? Talk about it. Come on. Shit. For all we know, after the nigga gave you a drink. On the napkin that came with the drinks, numbers on the back. Who knows? Yeah, what a, if you doing that with me there? That's not to tell me when I'm not around. Niggas ain't like, yo, you want to ride and you ain't jumping in the whip. Niggas ain't ain't asking for your number in Chipotle. Yo, that's a shot, by the way. <laughs> Niggas asking for your number in Chipotle and you ain't giving it up. You know what I mean? Like with the beans and the rice. And the meat. You getting the wrap or the salad? <laughs> you getting the burrito? <laughs> He's giving. <laughs> He's giving you the burrito. Okay. Yo. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's just the signal that is sending. That's the vibe that is given. Wow. I'm just saying. So, ladies, that's why niggas kind of don't really, kind of don't like that. Um, but unfortunately, we do have to report the news. We we were not here last week, so y'all didn't get it from us last week. But Young Dolph, um, many of us already know, was shot and killed. Um, was it wasn't over the weekend? Was it? It nah, was over. It was, it was. It was during the week. Yeah, it was last week. It was during the week, uh, and uh, it was in fucking broad daylight. It was in broad daylight. It was in his hood, um, the same neighborhood where he grew up in, same neighborhood where he did what he did. And came up out of the slums, came up out of the mud. And, you know, as you know, the story continues to develop. We already know that they did, uh, the uh, detectives out there, they did find a lead on the car 
that was supposedly also um, at the scene, and they found it somewhere else, and it's it looks like it's the same car from the photos that they have. One photo is just the car there, and then there's another photo with the car actually on the fucking uh, tow lift. So I'm like, okay, hopefully they're getting closer. They also got photos of the masked men. Um, from the photos, they they looked like they was young. And then uh, news broke out today that uh, supposedly um, the two men was paid to do the job, and mm. these two men was close to him. So I was like... It, it, it be your own people. Like, it, literally, your own, like, the people that you was with with, it, it be them. I mean, it begs the question, though, um, and the conversation about, do you go back to the hood after you make it? Honestly, what this um, Dolph situation taught me, honestly, do enough of what you can do for the hood before you make it. And when you make it, you know, Nas has a song on his album, Hip Hop is Dead, featuring his then-wife, Khalees. The song is called I'm Not Going Back. And I, 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 don't, think I, I don't think I would go back to Southside Jamaica, Queens. I think once, you know, I do what I got to do in Southside and, you know, do my part, um, you know, Mr. Gray is getting the fuck up out of Dodge. Um, and that doesn't mean that I got killers or hitters looking for me um, or I got people looking for people. Now nah, I just want to set the record straight that thank you, but I got to go somewhere else where, you know, it's, uh, it's a bit more safe shit. I want to go somewhere else where I could actually feel like I could raise my family and not have to remotely go through any of the shit that I was going through when I was a kid, you know? So, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going back, bro. You? Yeah, man. I, I, I agree with you. I don't even think it's about having beef or not, but it's just, it's just like if me and you were to make it by tomorrow, tomorrow. these streets are just so hungry and so bad at this <sighs> moment in time that it wouldn't even make sense. But beyond that, just let's talk about in general. Like we spoke about earlier, there's, there's just always people out there that are looking at you with the nice things and they're not looking at you and saying, wow, I can be there. I can get to that level. I got to focus in on this or do that and I can be where they are. There's people that are looking at you and they like, man, this fucking flashy ass nigga, who he think he is? I'm about to bring him down to down a notch. I'm about to take his chain. I want to be the one that's on the news for taking this nigga chain. Or I want to be the one in the hood celebrating and telling niggas, yeah, I got XAB chain. I got distinguished chain. I want to be the one that got the story of, yo, I pulled out the gun and this nigga almost shit himself. Like, that's the mentality of some that's of these wild. niggas. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And I'm sorry, but I'll do as much as I can, but I don't know if I could stay living in like certain parts of, of Brooklyn or, or be seen, not even living in, but be seen in certain parts of Brooklyn that I can frequent now because niggas, niggas is going to nig. It's so, it's so crazy too, because he didn't have to do shit. Like, he could have made it out the hood, thank the hood for, I guess, you know, cultivating his environment, his surroundings, helping him get to where he got to. And then he literally could have been like, this is not my job. I am a rapper. I fucking make entertainment music. I don't have to do turkey giveaways every year. I don't have to give money to a school. I don't make music for that fucking demographic. I'm a grown-ass man making grown-ass music, doing grown-ass things. I got chicks and videos shaking the ass. I didn't make this shit for a three-and-a-half-year-old. Right. Like, let's be honest. Like, let's, 
Let's really break this shit down in its simplest form. This nigga was an entertainer. He talked about drugs. He talked about pussy. He talked about getting money. And a part of the lifestyle, as much as he may feel like he went away from it or straight from it, the lifestyle was like, no, nigga, you, I still feel connected to you. And maybe he didn't have no beef with nobody. Let's say he didn't have no beef with nobody. Let's say whatever happened in the past was a past, bygones was bygones, or so it appeared. And then somebody was like, yo, this nigga go to this spot every fucking week and support. Yo, we're going to follow this nigga on some creep shit. We're not even gonna, he not even going to know what's us. We're going to pull up with the swiftness. And we're going to air him out. Not just air him out. We're going to do them broad daylight. But we're going to let niggas know, you know, that this nigga out here doing all this shit. I'm feeling a certain way about it. I'm fucked up. I got my money all fucked up right now. I'm not getting no money. I'm strapped for cash. I don't even want to rob the nigga. I don't even want to try to rob the nigga car. I just want to air the nigga out. And that's what the fuck they did. Left the nigga car right there at the station. Insane. The more terrible shit that hit the internet, hit the uh, news waves, hit all of that shit was this uh, Zach Stacy scenario. I think we, that I think that was the news of the week. We the, all seen the video at this point. If you haven't, um, I'm not even encouraging you to watch it because it's super disturbing. I would but, just say read the story. Um, just to to overview it, Zach Stacy, former NFL player, uh, was caught on camera in his home. With either his girlfriend or wife, I'm not too sure. It, uh, it said uh, former girlfriend. Okay, former girlfriend. And he is wailing on her like there was a UFC fight. Picks up, throws her into the TV. Apparently, after the footage that most of us have seen, he picked her up again and choke slams her. Um, and then apparently says something to the baby like, I love you, to the baby. Um, disgusting. He was only given $10,000 bond to be let out. So he is out. Um, and apparently I heard some news over the weekend that basically was saying that the police weren't even trying to pick him up at first when she, uh, told these niggas that what he did, they weren't even really, they were dragging their feet with it. Honestly, the way she was speaking, I'm not advocating for this in no way, shape or form. I'm not trying to be jokey at this moment. The way she was talking, you could tell it happened before. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because, yo, the way she was talking, it was the, it was her talk that made me cringe more when she was like, no, baby, it's so, like, she sounded calm. I'm like, yo, you just got thrown. Not a regular, yo, that was a big-ass plasma screen. That shit was, like, this size. You got thrown, and then the TV fell on you. And you still talking calm? Yeah, nah, something ain't right. That's man. that's learned behavior. Let me let me not escalate with with him because this could get worse. Right, like it's just this shit don't even feel right thinking about how he did. Like he literally manhandled her, and he did it in a way that it was for him, I guess, so comfortable. It was like easy. It was like, and then there was there was like one part after he threw her in the TV where he walked to her and acted like he was going to do something, and then he didn't. And then he did. So I was like, yo, this dude is wilding. Disgusting, bro. And then the ba- when the baby started crying, I was like, yo, the baby could feel like, yo, something's terribly wrong. Like, the baby knew at that moment, yeah, something's off. And I was like, yo, I don't think. 
that man don't deserve to be nowhere near her or the the child or anybody. Society. Um, yeah, a nigga society. needs to be in jail. Yeah, he definitely, definitely needs to be in jail. 100%. Uh, whoever, you know, uh, helped post that bond, because may, maybe it wasn't him, maybe somebody else had access to the... Y'all fucked up for that. Now, the one thing I will say, this is not in defense of, of this nigga, but did that not give you CTE? Yeah, I think, uh, and it's crazy, because... Um, Prior to getting here, went when I saw you put that. I was like, "Yo, that that took me back to the Will Smith movie with the doctor." Like it, it, it took me back. I was like, "Yo, that was one of the first things that that I thought of after being like, yo, this is disgusting. Hope this nigga is buried under the jail. Like this is nasty, nasty work, nasty behavior.'" Um, my second thought was, I wonder if he's suffering from CTE. He, he bro, he, he he gotta be. He has to be. Now, granted, we know that there are niggas that aren't suffering from CTE that do shit like this. And he could be one of them. He could just be doing this because he's that type of nigga. But first thing that came to mind was, yo, this this could be CTE. You know what I always be wondering, though, with these videos? Who uploads these videos? She did. Oh, oh, she wanted niggas to know. Yeah, fact. Hell yeah. Yo, this is what worked. This is what happened. And like this is a form of protection, so I th- I think on that end of it of her doing it, I commend her for doing it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. A lot of times, I think the victims uh, of this type of behavior they upload the shit so that they others people can see. Uh, yo, this is what I'm dealing with, or you know, he if he's doing shit like that, who's to say he's not sending her crazy text messages? Who's to say he's not pulling up to her job? Just to intimidate her, and maybe this is her way and other victims' ways of of getting niggas to back off. Like, all right, now your shit is out there, so now niggas know to look out for you when you around me. Like, how you like them apples? So terrible, disgusting. Um, I don't even want to stay on this topic too much longer. Um, unless you got anything else for it. Nah, it just reminds me of the terrible, disgusting thing that I also shared in the group. With that lady who apparently thought her man or husband was cheating and she burned his face with acid. Not oh, once, yeah. but twice. Yeah, and that I don't I don't want to do the equivalency shit. That was insane. But this is what I be talking about when I be saying, like, niggas don't often talk about these things. But niggas be going through some shit, too. And that, that's not to equate it. We know that shit happens to women way more than it happens to men. I am in full understanding of that. I'm just saying there are some women out there that do some wild shit to niggas. And there are some who maybe didn't go to that level. Right. That's a different level. But they do the manipulation. They They do the beating. They do the verbal shit. They do all the things that we... See and now associate as like men behavior, but nah, there are a lot of women that indulge in this toxicity as well. And we just as a community need to start to get out of this, this, this hurting each other and calling it love shit. Like we got to get out of it. We got to, we got to stop normalizing it. We got to stop acting like it's okay to be talked to a certain type of way. And we got to stop acting like it's okay to be, uh, physically touched or or physical communication in a certain type of way 
We have to get into healthy communication. And a lot of us don't know how to communicate. And so we resort to this stupid type of shit and then be like, yo, I don't know why my life is so fucked up or why I keep attracting what I'm attracting. It's because you didn't take the time out sometimes. Not everybody. Not saying you deserve it. All I'm saying is if you're not taking the time out to figure out how to communicate better, how to love better, how to do X, Y, and Z, you're going to continue to attract what you're able to handle and what you're able to understand. And sometimes what you're able to handle and understand is the same toxic shit that either you're putting out or that you're used to. Because when you start elevating and talking in a different frequency, when a nigga starts to communicate with you and says, yo, let me hear what you have to say, but you don't know how to communicate that, you yelling at the nigga. The nigga's like, yo, no, 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 tell me what it is that you're feeling so maybe I could change my ways or maybe I do agree with you, maybe I don't. But he's telling you in a respectful way, but because you're not used to this shit, you like, nah, fuck you, nigga. You with all that patient shit. Get out of my face with all that stupid shit. Who you talking to? I ain't your child. And they're like, I'm not calling you your, my child. I'm just trying to see how can we resolve this. Nah, fuck out of here. Da, 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 da. Now, that's what you're going to attract is the same, the nigga that could give you that type of energy because you don't understand the frequency that that other higher level nigga is trying to communicate with you on. I couldn't have said it better, brother. We just got to love each other better. And that nigga needs to be buried under the jail. Um, And Shorty, she needs to be buried under the jail too. Like, acid is crazy. This nigga wasn't even cheating. He was not cheating. I read that shit. And even if he was cheating, it, that don't warrant that. I mean, that. I mean, if it's that, just leave. Just bye. Thank you so much. But no, thank you. I'm not going to keep putting myself through. American uh, Music Awards apparently was this weekend. That definitely was. Definitely looked like it was a very interesting. I wish I, I wish I was able to watch it. I was at fucking work. I I wasn't going to watch it. So Oh, shit. Damn. Well, okay, I'm, makes, I'm over some of these shits in general. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely did say that. But we did have winners and losers. And then we do have a topic out of this shit that we must talk about. Because if I'm not mistaken, we had this conversation Maybe two months ago, and if I'm not mistaken, D Flow was saying he didn't see it was a problem. But now I think we gotta we gotta re- revisit that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, gonna tread ourselves up there. So Kanye West won for best gospel, very artist shocking. or favorite gospel uh, artist, yeah, favorite gospel. I was like, um, okay, um, shocked. And that's really all I have to say. I don't shocked i don't want to say nothing uh that's gonna uh uh come at the christian community that's, that's he's becoming the new face of that hey i'm just leaving it alone okay god bless little nas x got favorite music video uh, another one i'm not uh, i'm gonna leave it alone another one yeah i'm just gonna you know little nas x um keep being um very uh very um very timely very on time. Drake uh, won favorite male hip hop artist. Okay, that's not a that's not a shocker to me. <laughs> yeah, Little Baby, Baby, Moneybag, Yo, Polo G, and Pop Smoke were in that category. Oh, that's actually okay. Yeah. A little stacked. Definitely, definitely fucking stacked. Uh, Meg The Stallion won for favorite female hip hop artist. Um, okay. Uh huh. 
no debate there. Shout out to uh, Megan Thee Stallion for having another phenomenal fucking year. I mean, damn, is that's two years back to back. That's Meg Thee Stallion won for favorite hip hop album. Nah, nah, that one right. I don't. I'm not. Can't jack it, Megan. Sorry. And the nominees were Drake, Juice World, Pop Smoke, and Rod Wave. Out of those albums, I'm sorry, Drake's was the best. Right. Wait, Juice World was in there. Juice World was in there. Juice World, if I'm not mistaken, hasn't dropped in over two years. The last album from him was two years ago, and that was already a, a posthumous album, if I'm not mistaken. It was. R.I.P. to the Juice, man. But, damn, he wasn't supposed to be put in that category. Yeah. I and Pop Smoke. Yeah, yo, y'all got to stop. Yeah, y'all got to stop. I really got to stop. Y'all, y'all got to let that man sleep. Because at this sleep. point, y'all clout chasing off the name. Y'all Facts. putting niggas in categories just to like ride off of the fan bases and, and get them to watch. It's nasty. It's trash. It's nasty. That album is a year old now. The new one. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Don't let him go, but let it go. Let yeah. let the surrounding things around his life go. Please. It's nasty. Um, the weekend one for favorite male R and B artist. I have a problem with this. Yeah, that is definitely that's definitely a problem. That's in this in this uh category was Chris Brown. Wow. Giveon. Wow. Tank. Now you're lying. And Usher. How the fu- the weekend. The weekend is a pop those artist. Those are four. Well, Chris Brown is still, but those are four solid R&B. foundation R and B artists. Tank, nigga, all he does is R and B. Usher, Usher is R and B. Now, with the weekend in this category, no one else is going to win because his name is so big. His, yeah, his name is bigger than right right now. Not saying his name is bigger than those names. His yeah. name is bigger than those names right, right now. Like hell yeah. But he's not an R and B artist. Not R and B. He to me, he never came off R and B. Maybe that one record he did with Drake. Loving the crew. That was it. After that, Weekend said, oh, I know what my voice could do. I know what my voice I'm could do. I'm a pop nigga. I'm a pop nigga. Every album has been pop. Not one R&P album from this nigga. Facts. I have a problem with it. Talk about it. Come on. And award for favorite R&B song was Silk Sonic. Come on now. Got to give it to them. I'm- and then it was Chris Brown, Her, Jasmine Sullivan, and Giveon in that category. Yeah, all those artists are great, but they didn't put out the heat. That these niggas been putting out lately. Cause yeah, nah. that last record, that probably is my favorite song on the map. It's just, it's just the way the video. Smoking sounds. out the window. Smoking out the window is a wild record, bro. Anderson Pack, you motherfucker, yo, that motherfucker right there, he going that boy, that boy good. That boy Bruno, Bruno giving him good direction on that album. And here's where my major issue comes from. Here goes the fall. Doja Cat won for favorite R and B album. Wow! What the fuck are we talking? What are we talking about? Yo ass, the flow. You said this. This happened last time, right? She was in. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, she won an award that she wasn't supposed to get again. They gave it to her. That is not an R and B album in any sense, shape, or word of the form. I don't. It's the name. It's the name. And in this uh, category, we had her. Wow. Jasmine Sullivan. Wow. Giveon. Nah. And Queen Naja. Wait, 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 wait. R&B top tier artists. First These of all, are J- top Jasmine tier. Sullivan's at the top of the list. Jasmine yeah. Sullivan should have probably won this. Her is right there. 
I'm her, put, her is right there. Right. I'm gonna put Giveon in third, and Giveon is right there too. Right, right. And because Giveon's last fucking last, album was fire. Yo, y'all better give that motherfucker his role. Stop playing with, stop playing with these artists, and get out your feelings. Jasmine Sullivan voice. Jasmine Sullivan should have probably won this. She probably should have won that because her album was cracked. By her way. album was super phenomenal. <laughs> her album was fire. Hers album was phenomenal. Her album was fire. Giveon's album was phenomenal. Give, all these phenomenal projects. And Queen Naja is just a dope fucking person. She's dope. And they always be trying to do stupid shit to her in the media. Doja yeah. Cat wins for favorite female R&B artist. Whoever was sitting at the board of... It's smoking out the window. Smoke, definitely smoking <laughs> out the window. Like, this bitch got me like... Yeah, you got me like... And it's packed full on the floor. And the nominees are her, Jasmine Sullivan, Janae Aiko, and SZA. And, and Doja won. By the way. Wait, Janae Aiko? Nah. Y'all really shitting on people now. Y'all gotta do a better job. Y'all gotta do a fucking better Somebody fucked up on that one. And the best collab went to Doja Cat and Scissor. What? No disrespect to Scissor. Nigga, what? Now, the nominees is Chris Brown and Young Thug. Whoa. Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. So that's Peaches. And Baboonie. And Ja Cortez. If you ask me, Justin Bieber should have won that. Justin, and I, if Justin Bieber was not in that category, I would have gave it to Chris Brown and Young, and Young Thug. Because yeah. that record was playing every, I mean, that record still plays on the radio. But when that Peaches remix, y'all said, oh, this record is fucking catastrophic. This shit changes everything. I got my Peaches out in Georgia. And then when Luda jumped on a real, I said, this nigga, Justin, that went to Alabama. <laughs> this nigga done went to the south. I, this is why I don't watch these shows. I'd have been right. mad. I'd have been mad the whole time. What the fuck is this? Right. But here's the problem, though. Some of y'all may be like, well, what's the issue? Doja Cat is a pop artist That's at it. this point in time. You can either call her hip-hop or you could call her pop. She is not an R&B artist. And because you're putting her in the R&B category. That's fucking up, yeah, that's, that's fucking up the algorithm that, of people that's supposed to be in the winnings. The actual people yeah. who could have won an AMA this year. Yeah. Jasmine Sullivan could have won an AMA. Jasmine should have definitely won that. Her could have won an AMA. I gotta get out y'all feelings. And this is important for those type of artists. Because Jasmine isn't up and coming, but Jasmine's career seems to be getting reinvigorated. It, it, yeah, it, I, yeah, 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 true. So it's yeah. been a long time since we heard from Jasmine on this level where everybody's celebrating her. put out dank last year. Dank, I tell you. And now, that could have helped the AMA. Yeah, they could have, because... Again, you guys are going to understand that these awards are not just, oh, this, this person got it. Those awards, depending on the award, too, those awards do something to people's fucking careers. Like they get Contracts. Picked, contracts. They get picked up for more shit. People are like, oh, okay. And we got to talk about the way that they use these awards as leverage throughout the rest of their careers. This could probably be their only award that they get for, you know, you know X amount of time or for their whole entire career. That's going to do something for them in the long term. Doja, this is not going to do nothing for her but just make her feel like she can win these awards. That's what the fuck this is going to do now. And it's fucked up because she, her her existence and her presence is helping her get wins, but she's still in categories. She's not. Yeah. She's in the wrong categories. In the wrong categories. It's fucked up. And it's happened before. Yeah, this, this, this is the second time this has happened. In a row, I believe. I think last year was the same bullshit. It's yeah. unfortunate. Cardi B should have been on some bullshit, though, like. But then again, you know, she she was she was hosting a show. So it would have looked crazy if Cardi B was like, and the award goes, what the fuck? Doja Cat. You know how crazy it would have been, bro? Yeah. But Cardi was thinking about her pockets. 
I respect your shit, Cardi. Okay. Cardi also won an award this year, no? Um, at the AMAs, I'm not sure. Yeah, I feel like she did win an award. I don't remember what she won it for. I'm not sure if she won an AMA. Um, she might have, but I also know when you uh mentioned pockets, this conversation comes up. Yeah, it says uh, about you being broke. If you're not working 60 hours minimum a week that, that you're getting paid for, turn off YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and get your ass out there. Go down there and work at McDonald's, Circle K, get you a job. I don't care about your pride. You can't be proud and broke at the same time. Go work, work and work and work, and then you take that money you make from your part-time job, invest some of it, invest most, and take half of it, invest it to your future. Yo. First of all, wait, what was you saying? Cardi won what though? Yeah, Cardi, uh, just to go back on Cardi. So uh, it says Cardi, she was in a nomination for uh, best rap hip hop female artist and she won. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I did see that. That's the only one that she won, actually. Oh, congratulations, Cardi, on that. Shout out to Cardi. And she didn't even really put out much music this year and she still won. You know what it is? It's her brand. It, it, it's just the brand of being the Cardi. The brand of Cardi uh, is Her big. brand is bigger than her music, which y'all got. We can't give it all away, but a lot of y'all artists, a lot of y'all really are just only as successful as your name. We got to, let's talk about that on Patreon. Yeah. We'll get into what that. you've done, <laughs> it's, it's not your name. Um, But yeah, Kevin Samuels. Kevin, this clip, first of all, this shit is old. This is from the Joe Budden episode he did mad long ago. Mad long ago, but it's that fucking su- suspenseful ass music. In the background. Wow, crazy. God, nigga, who, yo, who comes up with this shit, man? Y'all niggas got too much time on your hands. Too much time. Uh, so when I first heard it, I was like, he's definitely talking about me. But he's not talking about me in a sense where I feel like I'm quote unquote broke. Like, yeah, I could always be making more money or I could always be doing more things. But I'm that nigga that's doing 60 hours a week, though. Like, real shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm that guy that's getting to it, getting to it, you know, putting my money here and there, investing. He's definitely right about that. And then at the same time, I'm not comfortable we're definitely gonna talk about him on the patreon but i'm I'm gonna just sum it up like this the reason why i'm working as much as i am i honestly am not comfortable with what i'm making that's why i've always worked as much as i do throughout all the years people have known me to be fucking working i'd be joking when i say like yo you know it's crazy i'm really jamaican and i got like 89 jobs that's a crazy exaggeration, but really and truly, on the books, I actually have four jobs. On the books. Like, not no shit under no, like on paper, like contract. Um, and I'm just leave it like that. I'm not I'm not comfortable with where I'm at um with the money that I'm making. Um, and it's no longer about my age, like, oh, I'm 31, I should be me. Nah, it's just like, yo, at at this point. I got to keep fucking working until I'm actually making the money I need to. Then I could fucking, you know, not work as much shit. I'm working two jobs for the next three days, leaving one job. And then I only got an hour and a half to get to the next job. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not comfortable yet. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. And I guess, you know, a lot of people ask like, can you date broke? And I just think that, uh, in today's day and age, the word broke is is very interesting. It's so loose sometimes, too. Because you can be making, I would say in New York, you could be making like 80K and niggas still might call you broke. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. You, you know what it is? I think being broke 
is synonymous with, oh, you're not going to buy that? So you broke. Mm. That is what that is. And I think this is more of a women broke. I think there's a women broke and I think there's a men broke. I think the women broke is, oh, you know, um, I like nice things. I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to get it. Men broke is that don't make no sense right now to get that <laughs> shit. So I'm going to buy it. But I really in written like in in. In real time, looking at my one-ass paycheck, I can't afford it. Versus a chick, a chick might really know deep down inside she can, really cannot afford it, but she need them 750 Balenciagas. That's about to kill her whole fucking paycheck. But she's going to do it. And, and then she's going to hit up it. Ricky, Barry, and I'm Jonathan. Pop, I'm, I'm pop right now, babe. Take me out to dinner tonight. Oh, she, you don't want to take me out, you broke-ass nigga. No, you broke. You really broke. You the broke one. Your whole fucking check in your, in your fucking sneakers. How your feet feel? You broke. <laughs> Was it worth it? And I agree with you. I think there is this idea of, all right, well, I want the $3,000 Versace bag. Yo. Can you buy it for me or not? And if you tell her, no, I'm not buying that, you're broke. That, 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 now you're broke. That, and it's unfortunate because... I think it took me a long time to realize, excuse me, that is how a lot of women think about men. And then I had to, I, I, I thought it was me. I thought it was a me thing. Like, I have to have X amount of dollars to feel like I'm not broke. I'm not broke. Ooh, talk to him. Right. Talk but, to him. But, no, it's not me feeling like I'm not broke. It's me feeling like I'm not broke enough to be with this person. Because and this, that's where that is the piece. That's it. Because you realize we we know, ladies. It's, it's not all of y'all that think like no, that. No, it's definitely not all of y'all. There's some of y'all that'll say, "Babe, if you buy me something from Target, I'm jumping up and down." Facts. Problem with some of us niggas. Oh, talk about it. We getting there, bro. We we gotta do. We gotta give them. Yo, y'all getting some, a great. Y'all, before we go away. Yeah, y'all getting a great ass episode. The problem with some of y'all niggas. Is y'all want the flashy chick, but can't afford her. You want the chick that you realize just spent fifteen hundred to get her body done. She walking around with the YSL bag, and she got the red bottoms on her feet. She is worth thirty five hundred dollars on any given thirty five hundred. My fault. Thirty five thousand dollars on any given day that she's walking out of her crib with her fifteen thousand dollar BBL. Okay, her ten thousand dollar bag. Oh. Her $5,000 shoes on. Ran up the credit, though. Credit ran up. Credit is, credit is, is a, she's a bill. Because she wants all that shit paid back down. High but expense. she's not paying it. Nope. And the $10,000 Rolex on her hand. Now, it could be that she got it on her own, or it could be that her sugar daddy bought it. I don't know. Right. But you see that, shorty. And that's who you want. And you, and you know that your salary is $3,500. I mean, $35,000. My fat. I keep getting those two mixed up. $35,000. Some niggas that don't have a job, bro. Their salary is $3,500 a year. <laughs> okay? That's their salary. No unemployment. $35,000. And you looking at her, and she's worth $35,000 sitting at the bar. And you go, you approach her. You got swag. You look good. So she gives you her number. And then the first date, she talking about take me to Salt Bay's restaurant and get me the thousand dollar gold steak 
you talk about? I'm used to this life. Oh, you can't do it? You broke ass nigga. <laughs> Brokey. Because you ain't want to go chill with Sally who would love it if you just took her to Applebee's. Now, I'm not encouraging niggas to take girls to Applebee's. Ladies, don't kill me. Nah, there's definitely a lot of ladies who love Applebee's to death. But there's some ladies that, yo, you taking me to Applebee's? Yo, are we doing the two for the two for four, the four for two, the whatever? Oh. Whatever that shit is. Two for two? Two for 20. Two for 20. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You could tell I have not been to Applebee's in a while. Yeah, Applebee's is like, I haven't been in a while, you know. I haven't been there in a while. But you got the memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some ladies that enjoy that. And that might be your speed. What? But you want to you wanna go for, for Shorty because you saw her on Instagram and she got 100K followers and she looked good. I'm not saying that you shouldn't shoot your shot. I'm just saying if you know that trying to shoot your shot is going to make you go broke, you just need to put that in the equation. Yeah, but I think that's the thing, though, right? Like, like let's really explore this shit, big bro. Like, would the nigga go for the dusty chick? See, I'm not saying go for the dusty chick. That's the thing. See, that, that's the disparity for niggas. <laughs> niggas think you either got to go for the dusty chick or you got to go for the crazy chick. She could still be high maintenance. But you just got to know if it's the high maintenance that's in your league or not. Is If everything in her closet is fucking YSL, Versace, Gucci, Prada. And everything in your closet is Feli, Adidas, <laughs> Aldo. Oh, I definitely got a lot of Aldo in my closet. So do I. You may want to just take that into consideration because she obviously likes the Gucci Fendi Prada. Well, you know what, then, too? Let's let's take this a step further. And there's plenty of good-looking chicks right. that keep themselves up that fuck with the Aldo. Yeah. That that fuck with the coach. Right. That fuck with the, you know, low-end Gucci. <laughs> right. You feel me? And so I just all I'm saying is take it into consideration. This is what I think, though, and I looked into it more. There's only a few professions that I know off top that have been able to give women these these lifestyles. Stripping. Stripping. That's that's literally that's at the top of the list. Top of the list. Nurse. That's definitely number two. I know a lot of nurses out here making more than ninety thousand five dollars a year. Uh I I recently met traveling nurses. They get contracts and they just get contracted out for a few and they're in exotic places. But they're dead making bread. So uh, it's their their own work. And then when work is done, nigga, they back to their life. Okay. Um, women who work in dental offices. Um, you know, I, I can't make this shit up. Women who buy fake shit. Women that's, who buy fake shit and make and make this shit look real as fuck. Because that, that's, that's another that's another part of the conversation we're not talking yeah, about. You might want to leave <laughs> That's just how the person. You're like, I know her. Women who that shit the, fake though. They buying, they buy the fake shit just to look. You know, that what ain't I mean? Balmain. No, that's that's mayonnaise. That ain't Balmain. <laughs> that's a bald man. That that's ain't Balmain. Bald man. That is not fucking Bergdorf Goodman. Okay, yeah, that's like, burgers. <laughs> you was not on Saxon Fifth. You was on Saxon in I don't know. <laughs> You was in a sa- Saxon Canal. Right. That's Canal Street. That's oh the fuck you was God. at. 
Um, that's true. But yeah, that that's that's it. It's just take it into consideration. If if you realize that Shorty likes nice things and you're not willing to buy her nice things, then maybe you should leave that Shorty alone. Right. If I you just, if I, you willing to buy the nice things, then go for it. I just know one thing that I've learned though, bro, and you've been like this. I feel like I, I feel like I, I started to acquire this taste. When a nigga get into some money, okay, we're gonna we, we're gonna talk about the broke nigga that get into a little bag, okay. Before we jump up out of this topic, when that nigga get a little whiff whiff of fucking crack cocaine bread, and if that nigga really like you, oh, that nigga gonna splurge like every day is Christmas. Well, see, and this is where I do agree a little me. bit that's with me. with the Ke- the Kevin Samuel sentiment because a lot of people are gonna take that and say you shouldn't date if you're broke. And I do agree with that to some extent, but I think people take that to an extreme. Yeah. What what I think is, if you barely got money to take care of yourself, it's going to be very hard for you to also then successfully take somebody out else out on dates and do this and do that, mm-hmm. um, in a way where you're going to feel comfortable. And so what what tends to happen with niggas who don't have money is they start to project those insecurities onto the women that they're dating. And so there are different ways that manifest. I don't know all of them, but I do know that from what women have told me is like a dude will get an attitude now because you're ordering a certain amount of stuff on a date that maybe you do. Like we joke around and say, you know, you don't eat that on the regular. And some of y'all don't be eating that on the regular, but some of y'all, you just ordering the chicken Parmesan and the nigga looking at you like you going to get another drink. You already had two wines. You going to get another wine? That chicken parmesan is definitely more than $30. That's probably the starting point. More than $30. And because the nigga only had $100 to his name. He on a budget. He looking at you like, yo, you get another drink and I'm going to be fucked up. But technically speaking, oh, but that's the problem though. Dudes will go on a date. And I'm not saying the dude. I'm saying the problem with the chicks. Dude will go on a date, and it's a setup for him because what he think he about to spend, nigga, you damn sure not going to spend that. You're not spending that. You might spend triple because it's you, it's her, it's the um, it's the gratuity when the bill come, it's a tip. It's taxes. It's taxes <laughs> and low key. Let's keep it 100 it might be some unexpected shit that you wasn't even expecting her to fucking buy. Yo, bro, I remember taking my cousin out. This was last year. My cousin and her kid. I knew I was buying dinner for three. It was her birthday. It was it was randomly, I randomly found out it was her birthday that day. She didn't say nothing the whole day. She's from Jamaica. She didn't say nothing the whole day she was in the house. I was like, it's your birthday? You're not doing nothing? I was like, yo, let me take you out. Took my cousin out. Went to a spot. My cousin, bro, no exaggeration. My cousin orders the most expensive thing on the menu. And me, like a dickhead, this okay, Henry? This good? I was like, yes. Yeah. Yo, whenever they got to ask you, you already right. know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, we in a bad place. Bro, that shit was $62. $62. She didn't even finish it. We threw it out. When we, <laughs> oh, we, threw, nah. we threw it out when she got home. Bro, when I said I was heated, I was I said I will never do that again. I will, ne- and I felt I felt bad for feeling that way because I'm like I never bought nothing for my cousin. So a part of me was like, you never bought nothing. 
Then again, I'm like, this ain't even a cousin you're really close to, but it's just me being a nice person. But I'm like, yo, this is what chicks have been doing to me my whole life. That's probably why I was really upset. I didn't seen this movie a thousand times. Me, on right? It other. wasn't your cousin. It, wasn't it was. Cousin. It was. I, I you was reliving. Yeah, I was struggling. You was yeah reliving that shit. She and hurt. She, she hurt. She she hurt the nigga in me. And but that be the thing though, like, and that and that's why you can't go on a date broke. That's why you, <laughs> yo. niggas. I'm trying to help y'all out. Yo, the way that came out. That's why y'all can't go on dates broke though, because. <laughs> You never know what's gonna happen. You might, you might be there. Oh God! There's been times where I've been on a on a date and I planned it out. And I'm like, I'm probably gonna spend a, a 200. 200, 250 on this date. Nope. <laughs> Bill like three fifty. What the fuck? Right. And I, I'm tight. Right. I didn't even order this shit. The card you was gonna use, you gotta use. You gotta other, use the other one. Gotta use the other. <laughs> Yo, that's what y'all don't be understanding. This card is the budget card. This shit is emergency only. This is not an emergency. And I, I got I to gotta use the emergency shit. I never shit. have to date you again after this, but you just fucking. And I'm tight. Oh, man. Because you look at that. Sometimes niggas look at the menu beforehand. Y'all look. All right. So they got the, they got the $72 steak. Surely she's not going to order that. Right. I'm not going to order that. That shit, it look crazy. Got the surfing turf. Okay. She might order that. You know, Shorty's like a little lobster. She might order that. That's $65. Clean. Okay. All right. And then you go into the regular shit in the menu. Oh, I'm probably going to get the salmon. This shit is $16. All right. <laughs> they're, like, this, they're like, this nigga, this thing went broke. He broke. No, what's happening? You, right now? you look at the bait, yo. This 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 salmon is gonna be thirty five. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah fact. So yeah, then yeah. you combine it. That's definitely right. about right. Yeah, she getting the probably the sixty five dollar meal because it's the bigger plate she and she's really not, not gonna yeah, finish it. Not gonna finish but this it. is what she gonna. I'm telling you, she gonna order the sixty. She gonna order everything above fifty dollars just think, to do it. She thought she was at City Island with five other niggas. It's just me and her. <laughs> and then you get there, and Shorty orders a whole fucking hundred dollar bottle of wine. What on top of it? What 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 are we celebrating? On top of it. Why? Oh, I never tried this. You ain't got to try it now. You don't got to try it now. Yeah. Why you want to try it now? Because you're not you, fucking paying right. for it. Why are you doing this to my pocket? Not me, my pocket. But this is a, now when you got a little something on you. Okay. Right? Okay. Let's, let's say you go to the you you go to the restaurant. You got a little something. Your budget now is $600 for dinner. Green flag. Hey. She could order whatever the fuck she want and you just gonna brush it off. You like, really are. She gonna get that shit for 150 and you're gonna be like, you know what? Let me get another bottle. Let me get another bottle. This shit about to be a calm 358, <laughs> but you know what? It's all good. It's like, all what's good. up? It's all good. We good. We Gucci. What, you want something else? You good? Right. But I'm just saying, that's another, just going back to what we saw about earlier, that's another green flag on a date. When a girl knows the date is going so well and you ask, would you like something else? And she says, actually, I'm good. Knowing mm -hmm. damn well she could have said, yeah, to see what you would have said. Red flag on the date, though. And I, I hate this shit. Oh, here we go. Go out on a date. Mm. Y'all order y'all food. Y'all have y'all dinner. Talk about it. Everything is done. I got to bring something home to my mom. 
Yo. <laughs> let me let me order something else. I think that's only happened to me once in my life. I don't even remember when it happened. I think that's happened maybe three times. One time the person she didn't expect for me to pay, but it was like we here now, so I guess I'm paying for this something shit. Something for my mom. It was for you for work tomorrow. You ain't <laughs> cooked last night. And you ain't cooking tonight. It's for you. Why are you bringing your... You don't even like your mom. You don't like your mom. It's not for her. You fucking liar. You a fucking liar. I hate you. I don't like that. Fuck. Don't... Yo. Yo. Uber eats this bitch when you get home. Don't order another secondary meal. Lions. While we at the spot. I don't like that. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But um but yeah. Let's tie let's get into this fucking politics. Um oh, politics. a lot of disgusting a shit happened in politics. Shit. Oh god. And let's get the fuck up out of here. Oh, well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not gonna let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. <sighs> You already know who the fuck we got to talk about. Yep. Um, let me just let me just see something really quick. Okay. Go, go. All right. See how we we want to start this shit off. Um, a lot of shit, y'all. A lot of a lot of shit going on. Well, let's start. Let's start with this. Okay. Turning Ahmad Arbery into a victim after the choices that he made does not reflect. The reality of what brought Ahmad Arbery to Satilla Shores in his khaki shorts with no socks to cover his long, dirty toenails. I don't even know if we need to even say anything else regarding the state of America right now. So All the, irrelevant shit. The defense attorney... In the Ahmad Arbery case, Aubrey case, sorry, just said basically he deserved to die because he was walking around without socks to cover, and I quote, dirty toenails. Long, dirty toenails. Long. Now, that case has not come to a close, but one that has is the Kyle. Oh, uh, what the fuck is this nigga's name? Written, uh, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. <clears throat> My God. That one came to a close, and we all knew what was happening oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, 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 That shit was, what was that, a four or five-day trial? And that was it. They, I mean, they was telegraphing all through it that this nigga was going home. Right after that gun charge went, I was like... Yeah, once they took the gun charge away, which is very easy to prove, the nigga had an illegal gun and crossed state lines with it. That's very easy to prove because it's literally... Did it yeah. like he did? He did it. He did it. We all know he did it. He shot somebody with the yeah. fucking gun. Yeah, he shot two people. He shot three people. He killed two. Shot, shot one. Definitely shot, shot three. People. Sorry. So once they threw that out, it was like they trying to send that boy home. So, and now he's like a, a right wing celebrity. Yeah, you got niggas in the house talking about. I'm gonna give him an internship. internship. Yo, I. S- and this is all just disgusting. You got Candace Owens, of course, this chick, who only comes out. She only pops out when she wants to 
denigrate black people and then wonders why we don't support her. You only have something to say anytime it's a race issue and the white folks tell you to dance. Dance, little black girl, dance. And 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 uh, muddy it up. Make it seem like the black people are overreacting. Now, granted, yes, Kyle shot and killed two white people, wounded a third, I believe. I'm not sure if they were white or black, the third person. Um, but he shot and killed two white people. Yes, at some point, I believe he was chased and hit. That does not negate that him and his mother loaded up the truck with an AR, went from one state and went to the another, another to protest the protest of a Black Lives Matter protest that was going on because uh do you remember the the young man who was shot? Uh, I actually don't remember. Okay. Um sorry y'all, it's late. But it was a Black Lives Matter protest because a young man was shot by police. I know that much. And so he went to he went to protest that and quote unquote make sure that the police were safe. Not much else to say there. And now he's on camera saying he supports the Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter, Matter. Yeah, movement. I, 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 yo, I couldn't believe those words found his lips. I couldn't believe those thoughts found his mind. because. Uh, and Candace Owens is sitting here defending the whole shit. Yeah, yeah. Yo, she, yo she's really a pawn. She's not going to realize it until the same people that she's propping up and, and, and you know, uh, boosting when it's her time. It's going to fall yeah, when on she her falls, so hard. She's going to be begging us to take her back. It's going to fall on her so hard. And I I do not want to see that day. Because when it happens, it's going to be nasty. Yeah, it's going to be disgusting. It's going to be real bad. It's yeah. going to be bad. All, all, all of the all of the fact checkers. Remember, you said this. You said that. All, all they're gonna, everything she said about us is, will be used against her. Yeah, it's, um, it's going to be bad. Rittenhouse, you know... um. And you, you you said something in our, you know, uh, um, agenda notes that I don't think a lot of people that are not black, you don't realize why we're so fucking upset. We're so upset about this because a lot of you white people and a lot of you other black people, you don't realize that when we face injustices, like these two people who lost their lives and the other individual that was injured when injustices are not held in the light with the delicacy that we know they're supposed to be held to at some point we don't give a fuck if they're black or white gay or straight because it's been happening so much to black people we just want you guys to fucking do the right thing and when you don't do the right thing, we're, we're, we're equally going to be upset as if it were two black people gunned down by this guy, by this teenager, by this still developing, growing mind, who I don't think he realizes how catastrophic his actions were in reacting to a protest that had nothing to do with him 
self-injected himself into the situation and took it upon himself to literally take matters into his own hands and 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 was bearing arms and thought it was okay to do what he did in the end though he was trying to paint a picture that he was really 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 endangered and he needed to figure out a way to release himself of that and now that he's quote unquote free cuz if the wrong niggas catch him outside. He ain't going to be free. But now he's now he's about to really show us what he thinks about the system. You know, saying also in that speech, you know, he thinks the system needs reform. Nigga, stop acting like they didn't give you a script. Somebody briefed you on what the fuck you was going to be asked. Then they briefed you on how to answer and now you're probably still getting briefed on how to answer to the retaliation because that shit is coming. Not just from black people, from white people too. It's coming. Uh, the, the, it was in response to the Jacob Blake police shooting. Oh, that, oh yes, that shit was crazy. So Jacob Blake was shot um, and there was a protest and then Kyle Rittenhouse went to that protest with an AR-15 talking about he wanted to go protect the police uh 17 at the time he's 18 now i believe this thing which you said it beautifully um what i wouldn't want to add to it is this is now the reverse of what happened oh man what's the young man's name um the young man, he was shot and killed by Zimmerman. Oh, we're talking about our good brother, um, Trayvon Martin, R.I.P. Trayvon Martin. This is the reverse of Trayvon Martin. Oh, yeah. This is because they were both the same age. I, di- I didn't even know that. Um, and the situation initially is almost the same because Trayvon was armless and yet he was killed by somebody from the community watch in Florida who took it upon themselves to follow Trayvon home when Trayvon is trying to evade this individual and this individual still took life into his own hands and shot him and in the end it's a I feared for my life and then with this um, young man Rittenhouse it was again like the good brother was saying almost the opposite this brother actually was armed and fully loaded he actually really was the teenager in this situation he self-injected himself into um, taking a life knowing that he could have and the justification is the bullshit <laughs> which most of the right-wing news outlets, they've been supporting that clip. Like, yeah, you know, he he really, you know, was having a a breakdown. Really? Fucking disgusting. My boy should have got an MAA for that bullshit. Yeah. Y'all have to understand why black people are so... 
outrage because yeah we know it was two white people that were killed and it wasn't black people but we don't care it's the symbolism you went to a what you went to a black event it just so happened that white people this this year 2020 decided that they wanted to really support black issues but if that was a bunch of black people he would have shot them too definitely would and what's what's crazy is this is actually sad to say but we have to bring it home and put it in perspective if the people that he shot and killed were black y'all motherfuckers would not be able to we probably wouldn't even be doing this podcast right now yeah we wouldn't be doing I this. really feel like it would be pandemonium because you guys gotta remember when Mike Brown was killed in 2014. I remember the day like it was yesterday. It was oh, the summertime yeah. of August. They shut them streets down. Yo, cities was going bananas. And I feel like that actually, actually, got to give us some context. When Mike Brown was gunned down by those officers, that is actually what fucking sparked the Black Lives Matter movement. That shit in fucking Missouri. Because that is when you started to see black African-American men and women not just take to the streets, but they were getting themselves educated in what the fuck is going on. And they were then developing other people around them to get into the conversation. What do we need to do to protect ourselves in these streets from these people that don't love us, never loved us, will never love us, and and what we need to do to take the power back. And then after we get our Mike Browns, then we get our Kyle Coppins, then we get our Freddie Grays, then we get our Ramali Grams. I, it's, it's unfortunate that I have to run off the names because every time I, I say a name, I hear a flashback, and I remember reading an article or seeing a news clip and how these young men and women die you know, Abriana Taylor's, and then they bring up the bullshit about what they were doing in their life. We're talking about how they were killed. And that is why we're upset. Because how these two uh, white individuals were killed is fucked up. They might as well have just been black. Might as well. 1960. It's crazy. Like, it's, it, it's real crazy. And shit, I'll be damned. If we find out, which I'm pretty sure when we actually get, get back the live shows going and, you know, uh, the two live crew session and we're going to really find out too. Maybe X, we got some listeners that are probably just as racist that are just behind Kyle in the justification, just yeah. behind uh, Candace in the justification. And I'm sure there's certain people that may sit there and say, well, it, it's a self-defense trial. It's not self-defense when you insert yourself into the problem if you go there with a loaded gun you're saying you're signaling that you're ready to use it so it's not self-defense when you know you're going into a hostile quote-unquote hostile territory right Mm -hmm. you know these people don't agree with whatever it is the fuck that you trying to do Mm -hmm. and you want to yell and scream with people now granted if the people chased him down and, and started fighting him, grown men, women, whatever the case is, yes, they're in the wrong too. They're in the wrong. That doesn't mean lose your life. 
That doesn't mean get shot. And the only reason this ends up happening is because a mother was cool with her son going to a rally to quote-unquote support the cops with an AR-15 and somehow, some way, some shape, or some form, she allows him to get into these altercations with these folks and allows this 17-year-old to go back and forth with whoever to the point where they're quote-unquote chasing him. I wasn't there. I don't know. But this is the story being told. He was chased. He was punched in the face a couple times, and that's when he pulled out the gun and decided to use it. Self-defense plays some type of part in there, but not to the part. But self-defense also isn't interjecting into a scenario and then playing victim after. Oh, my God, these people want to beat my ass. Yeah, because you're in the fucking crowd shooting people. So you shot somebody and other people said, we got to chase his ass down and get this gun out his fucking hand. Facts. All right, come on. They, they, they constantly act like they think we're dumb. We're not. Um, let's just talk about this sad news before we get to the metaverse. 32-year-old pregnant woman in Philadelphia was shot and killed. Shot 11, uh, 11 bullets, apparently, were sprayed um, to take this woman's life. Apparently, they believe it's a hit. Not a, not a hit in the sense of, like, paid for, but they believe that she was targeted. Oh, wow. Um, the streets are dirty, the streets are nasty, and the streets are unforgiving right now. My advice, the advice of dad has some bow ties, is if you can stay out of these streets, stay out of them. We thought 2020 was bad in terms of niggas going crazy. 2021 is, is worse. Inflation is going to play a part. Unemployment. Unemployment. Got certain people in certain states barred from even going to work because they're not vaccinated. We're living in a wild time. Niggas is hungry. For the wrong reasons. Wolves is out there. They're going to high-end stores and they're they're robbing Balenciaga. They robbing, they robbing Gucci. The girl with the face mask, she just calmly walked away. She said, Yep, I'm not getting involved. She she did the smart thing. I saw that video three times. Like, yo, these niggas wilding. The streets are hungry. Y'all have to be safe. This isn't a time to just willy-nilly it. The streets are hungry. Niggas is trying to eat. Niggas is trying to kill. Be careful. Or enter the metaverse. Because <laughs> oh, that's, that's where we headed. That's where we are. The metaverse is really getting crazy, bro. They have a glove out that you can buy yeah. that will allow you to touch things in the metaverse and feel them. When you, when you sent me the glove via the, 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 that would chat, I was like, yeah, honestly... The first thing I thought of, I said, yo, they're going to really figure out a way to fuck with our brain in the metaverse so much. We might be able to turn back the reality of what happened to us in real life in the metaverse if it gets to that level. And then when once I saw the glove, I said, 
why does this give me Thanos vibes? Why does this give me, if you do a certain thing or if you learn a certain thing with the glove and you're able to do that, you could fuck shit up in a bad way and it might be no return. Bro, all this is scary. It's not scary right now or people maybe not looking at it because you're seeing some of the graphics of the metaverse and it's pixelated. It's, it's real like simple graphics and things like that. So naturally you, you'll know the difference between when you're in the metaverse and when you're not. But like you said, for now, five years, five years from once, now. once they've solidified that this shit is working. Yeah. Oh, we got 500 million people in the metaverse. Turn that shit up. We're going to revamp this whole thing. Now, you look like how you look. Now, you see like how you see. You got glasses on, though. You got goggles on. Oh. And then, that's not the scary part. The scary part is the drug oh, that yeah. this can be. First of all, and we talked about this. This is gonna be Black Mirror in real fucking light, like like this. Not Netflix, the real Black Mirror. Imagine they should call this Black Metaverse. Imagine, bro, you're you're broke in real life, real life, real life. You're broke, right? But in the metaverse, you're a fucking movie star, you're a millionaire. Niggas would never want to leave the metaverse, and I think that they want this shit to be like a virtual casino. Oh, no, no, no. This is the drug. You will never leave the squid. Why would you, bro? Why would you leave the metaverse if you can get the virtual baddest bitch ever? You got mad bread in the metaverse. You live in life. This is mind control on a whole nother level. Why would I leave the metaverse? I'm broke in real life. I don't love myself in real life. I don't love love myself in real life. I love me in the metaverse. I live in a, a one-bedroom studio, but in the metaverse, I have a mansion. I'm Drake in the metaverse. I am Drake. <laughs> yo. Yo. I don't know. I really don't. I don't like the idea of it, but it's coming. It, it's, it's, it's here. Fucking my toe. It's, it's right here. Also in the metaverse, you can buy Nikes. I, I definitely saw that. Oh, well, beyond that, yeah, you can buy plots of land in the metaverse at this moment in time. Now, I don't know. I, this is what I would say. That oh. sounds like the next economic boom. So if you can, if you got the capital... It might be smart to buy a piece of land in the metaverse. Yo, this just sounds so crazy. It sounds so crazy. It's it's bananas. You're that going to buy virtual land, and it's actually probably going to mean something in five years. Like legit, mean something, it's and be worth something. You might you might have a one of them big companies come to you and be like, "By the way, all the big companies have already bought land in the metaverse." Nike, I think there's, if I'm not mistaken, there, there's, there's fucking Intel or one of them niggas in there. So, I just, I, I, I just have a question. 
Mark Zuckerberg is about to be the richest motherfucker on the planet. Mark Zuckerberg is about to be God because Elon Musk couldn't have fucking thought this up in his wildest fucking Tesla. I'll tell you that shit. Well, Elon Musk, he he's next though. He's next. He's trying to take over the next planet. They trying to buy right. planets soon. Right. So you got, yo, you got men squabbling over fucking corners, squabbling over, yo, this nigga owe me 1500 Meanwhile, you got these other niggas over here. Man, these niggas, buy, is, they got to buy an exoplanet over there. You got niggas doing their own space race. Right. Remember, that was governments doing yeah, that before. Yeah, yeah. Russia, oh, yeah. China, and the U.S. You got mere mortal men doing that shit. You got man. niggas now. Right. Just Yo, I'm about to go to space for 15 minutes. Oh, where? Well, I'm going for 30. You got niggas yeah, but <laughs> saying, yo, how much you think Mars is worth? You going with NASA? I'm going with uh, I'm going with SpaceX. And you know NASA's tight as shit. I know NASA is sick right now. You got other niggas talking about <laughs> y'all still fucking with the real world? No. Had these niggas sit down, put some shit on their eyes, and they won't know the real world from the fake world. But we can make the movie stars in the fake world spend all their money in here. And they're actually buying nothing. Who's the real genius? Yo. I don't, we don't got to spend nothing, but they're buying stuff. We're making, this shit ain't real. You know what's about to happen? I'm about to say a real thing. True. It's about to be you live in the real world. But your soul's existence is predicated on what you actually do and become in the metaverse. Bro, bro, nah, we really about to get beat. We, they about to take us out after this shit. Right. <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter were the beta. This might have been the shit all along, bro. Yo. Because this is what niggas do. On these social media platforms, they create these ideas. They they create these images of themselves. They throw it into the world. So now I'm a rapper and I got 10K. So now I'm walking around like I'm famous. No, no, no. Go into the metaverse and be a rapper and be famous. Got you. Yo, you, you had said something to me last week about the metaverse. And you say, I, I think I think that's taking it too far. But I gotta I gotta bring it up again. What happens if you can't die in the metaverse? What happens if you can't leave the metaverse? Alright, this has been another episode of Jazz. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta chill out. We, we, we gotta go, chill we out. go somewhere else, bro. We got- I don't wanna go there, bro. <laughs> Cause that's some real shit. If you can't leave, yo, I I don't want to think. I just want to leave it alone. Tough knot, right? That's yeah, where we yeah, that's okay, where we right. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, cool. yeah. We Tough we out of here. We out of here. Was about to point a right. fucking yeah. <laughs> AR and yeah. in our direction. Exactly. Rittenhouse gonna be right there. Like, uh huh. Those two are next. Those are the two. <laughs> yeah, he about to be a sleeper cell agent. Right. Yeah. Um. You need to 
get out your feelings, snap back into reality, because real life is not an MAA event. It's not. What would dad say? Dad would say, you need to find out who the fuck you are right this instant. <laughs> because it look if we're looking at the future, you won't know who the fuck you are at all. Another episode of Dad Has Some Bow Ties. Y'all be safe. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace.